If you're fucking someone that is a cancer, are you prone for cancer? Well, are you talking prone. about like astrology? I am or are you crazy. talking about they literally have cancer? No, 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 astrology. Can if you you're, turn if you're... my whole shit down? It's just like everything's really loud for me. Oh, we got to turn really? down the headphones then. What? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. buttery smooth on my end. Yeah. I'm high and I'm just listening to the sound of my voice. You know how Dana Gould has makes everyone do that? This is the sound of my voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do, I didn't know you for sure listened to Dana Gould, but I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, this seems up his alley. Well, I will say that uh, his show was definitely uh, a show that I tried to mirror, kind of. But I will say, I came out with mine first. So he he's mirroring mine. Take that, Dana Gould. Yeah, and your hundreds of thousands of listeners. <laughs> you, you Johnny come lately. <laughs> right? But I do like uh, Dana Gould. He's uh, hilarious. Hilarious. I dig it. Do you guys uh, want to do that just for shits then? what You want to say that? This is the sound of my voice. And who are you? This is Taylor Avery. Uh, this is the sound of my voice, and I am Dune Sanders. Mm-hmm. I think the point is is that... We're supposed to say our names first, which I completely botched, oh. and then say, hey, you can edit this in post, Daryl. Yeah, we found don't worry. More, more projects for you to do. I will. I won't. <laughs> if you're hearing this, he didn't, uh, for sure. <laughs> I always feel like that, like, I used to not tell my guests that I would edit and post and all that stuff, and they'd, you know, obviously do the episode as they would. But when I started to tell them later, like, oh, yeah, I edited it and blah, 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 then they'd just start going off the rails. They'd start saying stupid shit and then afterwards go, oh, yeah, edit all that out. Just oh, edit all that. I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm not here to just, like, waste time here. <laughs> I will go out of my way not to edit things now. <laughs> my total edit time is done before I leave Seth's house now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, I, I sit down. It takes me, what, like 15 minutes? I, I run my compressor. I level it, clip the ends, fade them in and out. I'm done. Yep. yep. Done. I mean, when I first started doing this, it was all like, yeah, I'm going to do this and this, and it's going to be cool. Blah, Same blah, thing. Blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After like 100 episodes or close to 100, you're like, does it really need a womp womp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this <laughs> like, do I need this to exist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is such California podcasting. Like, I hear, I, the way I hear the difference in the coasts is, is, when someone in New York asks you to podcast, they're asking you to like a studio. There's a setup. You know, it's really professional. Mm-hmm. And when someone in L.A. asks you to podcast, it's like, yeah, stop by my apartment. We're going to sit on a TV tray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk into my iPhone for a minute. Right. Yeah, I feel like s- certain people like obviously I'm a nobody. I-, I have a few people listening, but I wouldn't say I'm like, yeah, Joe Rogan numbers or anybody that you would think is like, you know, a, a famous comedian and what they're doing. But I-, I get frustrated when they're like, you know, you have like a Miley Cyrus that's like putting out a podcast and it's literally like her just talking on her iPhone for like five minutes and that gets a million f- you know, hits, and you're like, it's just a fucking iPhone. Like, there's no production value. There's we'll see how she like- does after 300 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Like- I got really addicted to the idea of, like, the Bilber podcasting method until you try to do that, and mm. then you're like, this, I can't talk oh, yeah. for an hour. It's tough. It is. I remember when I first started uh, with Seth's podcast, um, I would just be on my car on the way over, and I would just try to fill the time, like, on my way over. Just be like, oh, yeah, this is, 
You just like like you're just doing a fake podcast to nobody, but to just like kind of get get your mouth moving. And uh, I did that once, and then I tried to do that a second time. I got five minutes in. I'm like, you know what? My my tongue's tired. I I don't want to keep doing this anymore. It's tough. It's hard to talk. I mean, it's exhausting. <laughs> it, it's 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 really not. That's the thing. It's like it's really fucking easy to talk. Right, That's why right. podcasts are so prevalent now. It's it's unsettling for me to like try to think in the positive. But it's like if you get Miley Cyrus to have a million a million podcast downloads, mm-hmm. how many of those people had never heard a podcast before and are now going to be like repeat iTunes customers because Miley Cyrus got them interested though. I mean, I don't even know if she really has a podcast. I'm just saying for instance, but, yeah. too. <laughs> I was invested in the Miley Cyrus podcast. You're about to download it. You're like, I'm going to subscribe to Download that. it. I have money in it now. <laughs> I'm an active advertiser. She never would have had that audience if it was Hannah Montana. Let's see her try to fucking sell a fucking Casper mattress, bitch. All right? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Miley here for Audible. Yeah. Squarespace, guys. <laughs> Get into it. All right. I wear blue aprons all the time. <laughs> no, uh, I feel I like trampstamps.com. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good poll. I feel like sometimes like if you're a nobody, yeah, you have to come up with like a lot of cool entertainment. You got to come up with something where it's going to pull and entice people to listen because they don't know you. But right. if you're Miley Cyrus, yeah, you could literally be reading just Nothing like the obituary and people are like, I'm, I'm going to tune in for that. Why not? It's Miley Cyrus. Like legitimately though, how much, how, how many, we would all li- download a podcast of like Samuel L. Jackson reading the dictionary, right? <laughs> Abacus. Aardvark. Right. Well, that's Morgan Freeman. Motherfucking cool. Aardvark. <laughs> Aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like after like, when he starts getting into the bees, he's like a different person and he's calmed down a bit. And like, sees he stopped drinking. He's like, got he like, like, he's just figured out, like, oh, I'm gonna be here forever. So now it's just set in, like, E through F, he falls off the wagon. Like, yeah. it's like, a, like, 8,800 episodes in. Barometer. You know what it is. Fucking. <laughs> what, what charity does this benefit? I'm assuming this is on a charity stream. Because I would definitely donate money to this. Right, right. It has to definitely be on, like, some sort of, yeah, Kickstarter for, like, a new, uh, the BAMP Singularity charity. for uh, for Stephen Hawking. It's, we, can, <laughs> already well, you tried to, in, though. You yeah. try to build a Singularity oh, for Stephen Hawking? You don't think we've put, like, his brain on ice or something? Or like, They said you were going to... Oh, no, wait. Didn't his ashes get interred or something Oh, today? really? I, I didn't know so. that. I thought we were going to definitely try to, like, freeze him until we could harvest his... I want him distilled into a fine whiskey and drank. <laughs> <laughs> I want to gain his, his intelligence you quotient. Drink him through a nice uh, single malt. Yeah, with one of those like chiseled ice cubes like they do at the fancy bars. Yes, yes. Those are nice. You're the drunk and Highlander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be bruh. <laughs> Hey guys, this is me, D. Williams, aka Daryl Williams. This is This Comics Live! Yeah. You're uh, listening to me talking to two 
great comedians, and also two returning guests, just like they were here individually. Now they're here together. Woo! Yeah. Bad Comics Life. Bad Comics Life. Yeah. Who made that song, by the way? It's uh, It was my uh, good friend from college. Thank God. I thought you got a professional and I was embarrassed. I'm like, should I be putting more money into Good Word? <laughs> he is a professional. That's cool, though, because it does sound really good. Yeah, he is very cool. His name is uh, Eric Dano. He has uh he's a music producer as well as uh just a he has his own band called the Holophonics. In fact I'm wearing that shirt. Oh, shit. Excellent yeah, yeah. shirt. I'll never give it up, I'll never settle down. I'd rather write the same dance songs that every band sings about never giving up. Cause we look the same and we sound way worse. Yeah, but I'll never give it up, I'll never give it up. Cause my dreams are Yeah, and uh, I met him, yeah, through college, and then, like, yeah, after a while, when I was getting into, like, episode 40 or whatever, when I was getting guests, I was like, hey, I should probably do, like, a little bit of production, and then I hit him up and went, hey, do you mind, like, doing an intro for me? And he was like, yeah, why not? I'm digging, that. I'm digging the fuck out of that shit. And he did it, and yeah. Like, five minutes later, and it's done. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate and... how quickly those guys can turn shit around. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like the next moment. You're like, oh, it's already done. Okay. <laughs> yep. And uh, he is a very cool guy. He's out of Texas, actually. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are in the Texas area and you want to go see a really cool band, go check out Holophonics. Like, where in Texas exactly? Fort Worth, Dallas area, but go. he also just everywhere. I mean, he he's a touring guy. Anyway, uh, but yes, I am graced with two awesome guests, Taylor Avery and Dune Sanders. This is the sound of my voice. That's, oh, wait, we already did that. Yeah, yeah. I just shit. figured you should talk first because you, got, you, got, you were introed first, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dune, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, that's and, my intro. And Taylor, ladies and, and gentlemen. Yes. We work and, so well together. That's right. what you guys 80 are... episodes of podcasting brings is this tight-knit bond we yeah. have. Not as brothers, but as podcasters. Indeed. I was going to say, you guys are the second bananas to Seth Woodward's podcast. It's a real threesome of a fuck fest we've got here. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Like, I don't know how much of his podcast would be without you guys. We do show up every week. Yeah. Yes, I, I am there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a place I am. How many episodes you, did you think you were going to make it? Uh, I just figured like it, it was fun to do, so and it was going to end whenever it was going to end. Yeah, how I did he did... hit you guys up? How did it? Well, I'll, I remember, I'll start. I remember like it, just being at Max Bloom's once, and I was like, "Oh, hey, Seth." He's like, "They're not doing a podcast," and I'm like, "I'm just like, I need something to do." Mm. I just I was like, "Oh, what's that? Can I get in on that? Let's do that." Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> sure, like, sure. I know how to do that. I knew how to like edit and stuff like that. He's like, "All right, yeah, how's how's tomorrow sound?" I'm like, "All right, let's, let's do that." And then 80 episodes later. And then you were like, "Hey, we should get Dune on too." Or I think Dune was already on by the time oh, no. I. Yeah, it's a, he told me at uh, at Anchor Bar. I think it was mm-hmm. just like, think about starting a podcast. Are you in? And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, just just fucking do something." And yeah, and he so then he's told me he told me like, "Yeah, I got I got Taylor Avery in on this." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. You're who? What? <laughs> I, I've seen him around." That faggot. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had given zero thought to your sexual orientation. But at that why time. also Same, like say okay, it's just going to be Seth at the helm? Like it, it kind of did. Um, I felt like I was like in less of a role early on too, and then I just kept like it because we didn't have a guest, so like it just became three people talking. Yeah, it was right. Kind of, it was kind I of do recall. He, uh, Oh, he he didn't want himself talking the entire time, so it was just like he brought me on to kind of break up the Seth. Right, right, and then it become became like an improv comedy mic, or like like it it just became like a workshop thing, where it's we always say it's it's like we're like like uh, recording our writing sessions because we're lazy and we just <laughs> need an excuse to like just record something, just to like just actually get together and like work something out. Do you guys get a lot of bits from just? It's talking on the podcast, or I don't get bits, but I just get that muscle that it just like it just keeps it sharp. I don't know. Like I might throw something. Like if I if I hear something, I listen to the podcast because I'm vain. Right, of course I do too. Well, sometimes you catch bit. You're like, oh, that was a good. I should remember that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Is like if I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh shit, that was kind of funny. I should try that at like rec room tomorrow or something. I always feel like kind of weird when I like get into really funny stuff with guests because it's always like who came up with that like right. is that one thing that should i take that or like you kind of said the punchline so is that your bit or yeah. yeah like but then ultimately i'm like no it's my podcast i'm taking it all <laughs> that's completely fair mm-hmm. that's absolutely like i paid for this equipment yep you said it here so fuck you that's right this, this <laughs> comic's jokes bitch oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I I've, I I don't know. I I think I've. It's what's even worse is I find that like doing stuff on the podcast might be funny on the podcast, but it might not translate into a bit right you know, later on stage. Because you have to like turn it into like a capsule thing, right? That it can be fed to people. They'd be like, "This is why this is funny, and why well, that's why you have to like set it up." Like I remember. Uh, I was talking to Emily Champlin way back, and uh, it was we were talking. I don't know how it came up, but for some reason we were like, um, "Do you think there was like a specific day when blackface was not cool?" I think I listened to that episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, like during the podcast, we're like, "This is so hilarious! This is fucking a cool premise!" Like, just one day, it was like. Some guy showed up at the office in blackface, and everybody's like, wow, that's so funny that Bill shows up in blackface, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, it's like, dude, bro. Dude, not cool. Not cool. You didn't get the memo? Frank's from HR. Yeah. You can't can't be doing that mm, here. mm. I won't stand for that. (laughs) I know I paid you to do it last time. (laughs) There's eventually going to be a Wikipedia article just like, the last known instance of blackface (laughs) performance was on. Right, exactly. But I, okay, so I'm like, okay, that's awesome. I'm gonna bring that on stage, and then I bring it on stage, and everybody's like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> Just whenever it comes to racial jokes or anything, like any everyone I've respected. <laughs> That I've run any of my racial premises by is just like, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. This is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's an advanced joke. You're still an amateur. There's something to that. There are like like expert level premises where it's like, I'm probably not gonna write the best rape joke right now. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Few now. people do. Right now, yeah. No, I feel right like now. certain times right, it's like, 
if I gave this joke to Louis C.K., could he kill with it? Maybe. But am I going to kill with it? Probably not. Yeah, there's something to that. But maybe you can give it to the Louis C.K. of your mind, and then mm. he'll write the joke for you. Maybe not Louis C.K. now. I don't know how funny he'd have to be now. You'd have to be real funny. <laughs> really funny. You'd have to kill. You'd have to rape that audience. <laughs> you'd have to like shut the door as he entered the room. <laughs> you think he's coming back ever? Oh yeah, he'll have to take like a Chappelle how, style break. Like he'll mm-hmm. have to he'll have to get out of the spotlight for a decade. years. How yeah. great of that would that be to like as a special entrance? Is he like this? Like the theater? He just shuts the door and locks it, and just stands and just does right. his jokes oh, right. from the back of the. I think he'd kill, dude. It yeah. would That'd or be, be ballsy killed. as fuck. Like mm. people would respect him for it. Mm. Sadly, like they shouldn't yet, but <laughs> yet, like, yeah, this, widely this considered away, tasteless <laughs> but impressive. I feel uh, like it is weird in in like celebrity. It's like we love you, then we want to tear you down. But then we want the redemption. You know, we want you to come back from it. You know, there's like, I don't know, like Charlie Sheen was kind of that way for a minute. Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. Robert Downey Jr. is back. He was Mm -hmm. a drunk fucking asshole. He was ruined his everything. Now he's fucking Iron Man. Exactly. Where has my Mel Gibson gone, though? Mm, He needs another movie that just brings him back. Just... He had you the know, Beaver movie, right? That did not bring him that back. That did not bring him back. People were like, stay gone. <laughs> right, right. It <laughs> was also Jodie Foster, and too. And like, she was trying to like, hey, isn't Mel Gibson cool? I guess not. Okay, guys, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then didn't still didn't come out at the fucking whatever the last thing was. Yep, yep. She's like, guys, like, dude, you're I don't lesbian, do this right? that often. And you're like, that's not what we thought you were going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go kiss your girlfriend. All right. <laughs> Wow, you almost dropped an F-bomb. I know, yep. that felt offensive if I was going to follow that up with it. <laughs> you him, almost like, dropped the hard T. Gays and lesbians Ooh. don't like each other. That's a weird That's a weird property yeah, for the why, most part. Why not? Y'all are catty. I, I don't know. Uh, it is cattiness, a lot of it. Um, it's like, it's like, I've seen it of, firsthand is why, because like, I, I, I just thought it was just like, oh, maybe I'm just like homophobic to that part. Uh, but Laguna Beach open mic, if anyone's gone to that, uh, the bartender used to like like tear into the the like if there there's like a lesbian on stage, it's kind of funny. Mm. All right, I'm gonna retreat. Like, like straight men and straight women don't really like each other though. That's true. I mean, that's, that's true. That's We're not... just mad at people that don't look like us. <laughs> and then being able to bang all the people that look like you is kind of a cool tool. Bell about that. What, what was your last like standard Taco Bell order? Um, like just got off work. Fuck them. It's like nine thirty. I need to grab oh, something to eat real quick. Okay, it wasn't late night. Actually, it was when I was super. It wasn't the fourth meal. No, it was breakfast. <laughs> okay, I was, I was super depressed, and I loved uh, the breakfast crunch wrap. Interesting. Oh, those crunch wraps are pretty bomb. I've never yeah. ordered. And a I'm breakfast pretty sure they take meal. like three months off the end of your life every mm-hmm, time you eat mm-hmm. one. <laughs> See, I didn't want to live, and they tasted okay. So Yeah, Taco Bell is like the Princess Bride death machine. Yes, every, I completely agree with that. <laughs> every time when you eat Taco Bell... You're just mostly dead. <laughs> I've taken a one year of your life away. <laughs> How would you say that you feel? <laughs> I feel kind of beefy. 
<laughs> Beefy, crunchy, cheesy. Yeah, cheesy. Multiple layers. Uh, I like your bit, your Taco Bell bit. Well, this is my Taco Bell bit. I've got. Um, where, you, where It sounds like someone trying to describe Mexican food for the first time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ditch that bit now. Oh yeah, it's on the air. It's on. Oh. The, it's live. It's recorded. Yep. It's been casted. No. Hey guys, go see Taylor. It's, I have other Taco Bell bit, bits. Yeah. <laughs> Those are for your premium subscribers. Don't, yeah, for my non-existent Patreon. For one dollar extra, you can hear the rest of Taylor's shitty Taco Bell bits. Five dollars a month on Patreon, guys, gets you what you can go to any open mic in Orange County. He will County sign you see. a Taco Bell packet and mail it to you. Yeah, no pun intended. They're really shitty. Oh, so oh. shitty. <laughs> I remember uh, the first time, uh, one time I went to Taco Bell, it was the first time I was drunk. And... Uh, I was 16, and uh, my friend and I, we got drunk off of uh, cooking sherry and basically anything that we could find oh, in his kitchen. All right, Frazier. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were classy. We had our pinkies up. Exactly. I uh, displayed my pinky while drinking. Go ahead. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we were, you know, five shots into the, like, orange liqueur and... <laughs> Sherry, oh, so uh, so janky. Yeah, because oh, we were like, okay, wait, what is gonna be like? What can we like drink, but also have like his parents not look at, you know, or not? Contro. Yeah. Why exactly. is the whipped cream martini down? <laughs> <laughs> I own a bottle of whipped cream martini that somebody where'd gave to this, us. <laughs> where'd all the vanilla extract go? <laughs> Where's all the alcohol swabs? <laughs> right? Sweetie, didn't we have more hand sanitizer? <laughs> so that, okay, so we get a little buzzed, and we decide, like, hey, let's walk to Taco Bell. And so uh, we walked to Taco Bell, and I knew I was drunk when I realized that, like, I was at one moment sitting in a chair, and then another moment on the ground. But I didn't know how I got to the ground. <laughs> was it inside the Taco Bell? Inside the Taco Bell, That's, yes. I'd rather be, like, on dirt. Like, no shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whatever grease is accumulated <laughs> there is some sort of, you know. So the in-between the chair and the ground... I don't remember. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, oh, this is what drunk feels like. You sound so innocent. You're just like, I don't remember. <laughs> if, uh, uh yeah. If, <laughs> if, uh, my guy, or what's his face, uh, Matlock asked me, what happened in between, uh, you sitting in the chair and you being in the ground? I'd be like, I don't know, Matlock. <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Matlock. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Excuse, Mr. Matlock is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Andy. I'm Maddie Jr. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bailiff, take him away. And I don't want to say we got kicked out, but we definitely got escorted out. <laughs> take and, your crunch wrap and leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you ain't homeless. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Was Taco Bell your go-to drunk stop? Uh, when I was 16, yes. I used to have a, a place in San Clemente. It was like a go to Pedro's Tacos in San Clemente. But it would it like every time I'd like like leave for work or like come home for like 
two months straight, I would always get like a California burrito from there. Yeah. And I think it's physically taking years off my life. Yeah. And a California burrito is really just a either avocado added and French fries and added. French fries. It's always the French they fries too. Hashed Browns. Ah, uh, yeah. But like, um, like tater tot hash Browns. Is that, yeah. Is, yeah. is California just known for potatoes and, and avocado avocado i get but potatoes yeah why is like, it always the fries hollywood's too? so french fry i don't get it <laughs> doesn't add up it's more like it's stoner to me it's, it's like it's, it is a stoner oh, this weird. is just a stoner move and california is stoner i guess it was um i had i had one recently and it was uh so rich i couldn't eat it stoned mm-hmm. like i'm like this is too much of an experience for me i have to take like Oh, yeah. Breaks with water in between each bite. Like that, uh, there's a restaurant in, in L.A. called Fat Sal's that's ran by that, uh, what's his face, Turtle from Entourage. Oh, shit. Jerry Ferrara. What a small world. Mm-hmm. He opened up this restaurant called Fat Sal's, and it's like basically just like a stoner's dream. Where it's like those like sub sandwiches, but it's like, yeah, we put turkey, but when we, and like we add meatballs and chicken strips and bacon so and like, also like lettuce <laughs> like guy lettuce. fieri's wet dream mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we put all of it in nacho cheese oh dog that's going to flavor town <laughs> dude do you know what's a life hack right now is just keep spicy cheetos on hand and then like put them in a ziploc crush them into a fine powder and now you have seasoning mm. and it's oh. incredible mm. and it's still it's like crouton seasoning it's crunchy i've seen too. a lot of people do that like uh it's instead of, of shake and bake it's uh the hot cheetos on yeah. chicken and shit or, or whatever it's excellent yeah. on mac and cheese mm. Th- that touch of soy sauce that's a stoner's Ooh. that's my stoner mac and cheese have, have y'all like been it. to a rollerito no. Oh, my God. So it's a giant fucking sushi roll, like the size of a burrito. Oh, nice. I think I've seen this. Hell, yeah. And they have one that's rolled in flaming hot Cheetos. It's like oh, spicy tuna and shit. It's so goddamn good. I do like how California is all about, like, infusing the fuck out of everything. Like, let's put Japanese with Mexican. Let's put Thai on a pizza. Everybody just get together. Yeah. Food diversity is very high in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> California cuisine is just like anything you can put hot sauce on. Anything that's improved by hot sauce is everything Californians make. Do you guys watch Hot Ones on YouTube? I do not. What is no. that? It's a TV show where they interview guys as they eat 12 hot wings that get progressively hotter I as the interview about goes. This. Yeah, it's a no. great show. And they get some big names. It's, you know, mostly a lot of just celebrities and just anybody. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, a lot of uh, Holy crap, stand-up really? comedians, uh, you know. I like that he's part of that group. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he's like, celebrities, Neil deGrasse Tyson, comedians. <laughs> totally. He's just like, there's the one scientist we like, he's, he's the, our guy. <laughs> he's the next uh, Stephen Hawking. He's now basically that, uh, president scientist. Mm-hmm. He's the representative for every scientist that exists. If a meteor was going to hit Earth, we would be like, "What's what do we do, Neil? Yeah, he's like, I've talked to our guys, the ones who are really doing all the science right. in laboratories. I, but I, you tell us, please. With chalkboards. I heard him answer that on a podcast, actually. Right, there you go, see? He said he's got a special bottle of wine. Nice. Oh, so he's already fucked. That's he, such he, a great... I, I want to put out, like end, of, like, end of the world Armageddon bottles of, like, alcohol. So it's like, this is in, like... Like, this is 2012 happens... 
and like the world splits in two and John Cusack is running from something, <laughs> you drink this. <laughs> and then we all take the arc out. That is yeah. such a shitty ending for it's a like, movie. <laughs> in case of apocalypse, break this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on Hot Ones, yeah, they have like uh, 12 different wings and like it starts with like, you know, Sriracha. And then it goes up to like, you know, ghost chili death balls or whatever. <sighs> but like you see on the interview, like, yeah, at first they're like, yeah, this is cool. But on the at the end, they're like, why did I do this I'm over this shit? Yeah. Man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I should have started paying attention to some of those waivers I keep signing. <laughs> I need to fire my manager. <laughs> this is unsettling me just see, just thinking about this. As uh, guys that are nobodies right now, like, do you guys feel like there's something you won't do? Or is there like a line where you're like, mm, no. I need spicy shit. I don't give a shit. I do like spicy shit, though. Of course. Um, Who doesn't? I mean, I love spicy shit, too, but like... Like, they always use that Scoville units. Yeah. Like, okay, Sriracha's like 2,000. But they get up to, like, in this show, it's like, you know, 800,000. <laughs> you know? I've yeah. done uh, Dave's Insanity, which is either 100 or 500,000. Yeah. Um, that one I had on a cracker without milk and was, like, the same hour it was on the floor of my bathroom in a fetal position being like, if I die, it better be fucking now. <laughs> this better hurry its ass up. <laughs> right. Just kill me already. Right. Uh, a sip of a glass of milk, instantly better, though. Yeah. If you can do the, the mouth... milk. They have the, milk on the show, for sure. The mouth burn is fine. I love it. It cleans you out, everything, but as soon as it gets to your stomach, drink some milk, because you don't need mm. to be a hero with that shit. Yeah. I can only imagine the shits afterwards. Oh, it's, no, that's what I was thinking. Was no. I honestly, wanna, I thought I it was going to be out. worse. I didn't notice, but like when you have it, you can feel the spots on your throat where it hits on its way down. Oh, yeah, so like it's like lava hitting like little points. Yeah, down your no, throat. no, 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 no. Highlander was a sweet movie. I, um, we, my dad was like, like I was like 13 or 14. He's like, you know what? It's time. We should watch the Highlander movie. That seems like a good time. <laughs> Opens. Hardcore sex scene. Right out the gate. I don't know hardcore. It was a sex scene. Right out the gate. I like and he's how- like, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> this is, that was Taylor's bot bits, folks. Yes. Today, no, man. man. <laughs> no, but I did. Okay, I grew up in a super religious household, but I did have like years where it's like, okay, you can watch The Matrix now. Really? That was like because that was like the family action movie. For I like was my already dad. old enough, like when it came out, so it was never like, oh, we gotta wait for child. a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was uh? What was Matrix ninety seven or six or? I think it was six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, a, I was one then. Mm-hmm. Wow. For those counting nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Wow. Wait, was it that or I feel like it might be later. I don't Maybe ninety nine. It was definitely in early two thousands for sure. I mean, look at the 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 type of phone that they were using. Right, it the, was the like you know Nokia flip phone kind of. All Rage Against the Machine soundtrack. <laughs> Don't forget no propeller heads.
That's it. That movie's old enough that I saw the second one in a movie theater in a mall. Yeah. So, yeah. They also used the liquid metal uh, effect from uh, Capri Sun ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, older the older generations might know it as the effect from Terminator 2 Judgment yeah. Day, but sure, the Capri Sun ads. I'll be back. Now, that was one of the first movies I saw as a, a young whippersnapper. Oh, so good. My, uh, my dad, I think he wanted to see it at the time, and he was like, you're old enough. I'm like, yeah, like five, seven. Like He's like, yeah, you're old enough. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't even ease you into it. Like he didn't have you like play the arcade game or anything. Mm-mm. And I don't even think I watched That's the first one. I think I, I I saw the second one first. Oh yeah, me too. And then I didn't I even. That too. Yeah. And then he later was like, "Oh yeah, there was a, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger was a bad guy at first. And I was like, "What? <laughs> huh? Huh? Arnold? Yeah. But then the first one, I almost felt like it was kind of. Like, better. Like, I don't know. I mean, the effects were really sweet in two. I don't want to, like, say one is better than the other, but it it was almost like I, I wish I watched the first one first. See, a lot of those things, I don't I don't think I mind seeing the second one first. Like, mm. I played Assassin's Creed 2 before I played Assassin's right. Creed 1. That's a good order to do them. I wasn't angry. Video wasn't games bad. are one thing. Movies are another. Are you going to, like, jump in at Back to the Future 2? Okay, no, that's, okay. that's just... <clears throat> How about this? I've only ever seen Robocop 2. Really? Yeah, I've wow. never seen the original. Mostly because, like, I just... Uh... And 2 is the nuke one, right? This is a nuke for every mood. We'll offer our customers the opportunity to control every aspect of their emotional lives. You know, with the white noise, and the black thunder, and the red ramrod, and the, the blue velvet. Yeah, yeah, where there's nuke. Nuke. one of my favorite yeah. fake drugs. <laughs> that and clarity from Minority Report. It's, it's like an it's like an inhaler. And what do you think nuke is? Is it just heroin or it's is supposed it... to be like a, a hallucinogen plus or like plus plus coke? Yeah. I think. Okay, it's, it's so... the shit that Tom Cruise was doing in Minority Report. It's like right, Molly, right. basically. <laughs> it's like Molly with mushrooms attached to it. Yeah, that that sounds awesome. I did that once. It's called hippie flipping back in the day. Also, you can edit this out if you want, but uh, Seth is doing that this week in the mountains. Hell yeah. (laughs) No, I think he would like to say that. Yeah. Yeah. He would own up to that. Uh, No, but I feel like there's – I went to this one uh, rave back in the day, and this was back when uh, you would actually buy the maps at, like, different record stores and head shops, whatnot. Like, it was still way underground. It wasn't like, you know, EDC or any of that shit. I missed so much. So this was like in like 2000, right when the Matrix hit. <laughs> but here's so like I remember uh, buying these uh, rave tickets at this. Uh, it was a rave called Shits and Giggles. Nice. And we got the map from this. Uh, we went to Amoeba Records and we bought the map there. Mm-hmm. And then the map was literally not even like a real map. It was literally just like words saying like drive like set your odometer to zero and drive eight <laughs> miles north. Fuck. Oh my god. And like god. set your odometer to zero and then drive seven miles west or whatever. You're like I was trying to track my fucking <laughs> when I'm, when am I gonna change my oil now? <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's like oh the places you'll go. <laughs> exactly. And it was literally just on dirt roads in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh that's fucking brutal. Yeah. Dude, like people did people die trying to get to this party? Probably. Who Holy knows? Shit. I don't even like using a different GPS app. 
Right? <laughs> like, if you make me use Waze, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Waze and stuff would help now. Like, I'm sure this is a dip. This is way before GPSs they were just even give you in your car. Coordinates now? Yeah. Oh, I could fuck with coordinates. That'd be cool. So then, like, we <laughs> get there, and it's literally just, like, you know, a generator and, like, maybe four cars just, you know, with, like, subs and different, like, you know, just huge systems and just in the middle of nowhere. And now there's a rave right there. And yeah, it's fucking fucking sweet. And yeah, there's just as soon as you get to the area, there's a dude that's like, what do you want? (laughs) I have one of those. I got those. Yeah, I got shrooms. I got Bali. I got this. I got that. Whatever you want. What was the top tier? What was this like? What was this top shelf drug? I want to say, yeah, well, everybody wanted ecstasy. I mean, everybody was doing X. And then. This was before Molly too, like. But even then, like, there was that, like, this is pharmaceutical, this is MDMA shit. I gotcha. We're like, this, this is new shit that mm-hmm. you're gonna find out about in five years. <laughs> but then, like, most of the ecstasy was probably like MDMA cut with speed, or some other type of like, probably speed or coke. Gotcha. I Be- thought. Hold on. I thought speed was coke. Mm, no, meth okay. is speed. Speed is meth. Okay, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I knew that, but obviously yeah. I clearly did not. <laughs> so good for me, though. <laughs> you just forgot. You forgot. It's all good. You're right. You're back. I'm back. Sometimes you would have acid and ecstasy, and then there would be mushrooms and ecstasy. I wouldn't want to mix mushrooms with anything. It mm. feels like very sacred when I like the one time I took it. I'm like, I took this too casually, even though I prepared for it. Oh yeah. Like, mushrooms now would definitely be, like, a different type of experience. Like, when you're 20-something, you're just like, yeah, I want to get fucked up and see some cool tracers and shit like that. Now it's like, no, I want to, like, have an experience, or I want to, like, try to, like, make me better. It's like, I want (laughs) to fix me. Yeah. (laughs) I want to look into the shadows of myself. Yeah, yeah. I want to come out through the other side more loving. Right. <laughs> like that's how kids kids today get fucked up as they just like like get more insight into the world around them. <laughs> like I got so fucking uh, understanding and right. loving last night. Yeah, they get mindful. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the local news report for sure. Right. It's called mindfulness. Are your kids practicing it? Right. Some do it through an app. <laughs> we call it phone drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone remember? Um, uh, was it audio drugs from the early YouTube era? No, they would just play oh, sounds yeah. of it'd be like this will make your brain on crack, and it'll be like this is like was it like the brown note sort of yeah, but it's just like weird white noise, but mm. di- and like binaural beats to like try and like like yep. hypnotize you into thinking you're on like heroin. The latest internet craze. Have you ever heard of this? It's called eye dosing. And websites are luring kids with free downloads of so-called digital drugs, which are audio files designed to induce drug-like effects. Adriana Ivashinsky has just returned from Mustang Live with the details on this alarming new trend. I've got to admit, I'd never heard of it before. Kelly, parents really need to listen up on this one. That's because all kids need to experience these digital drugs are headphones, their computer, and an MP3 player. Though the websites that tout them say they're a safe and legal way to get high, the theory is it could lead to illegal drug use. They call it techno music. That is some of my, that's like my favorite medium is when Fox News gets a hold of a new word. <laughs> right. They're like, they're calling it smegma. You're like, oh God. <laughs> right. They call it yiffing. Does anyone remember Jankum? 
Oh, Jankum? Yeah. I remember Jankum. No. People thought... Or it was distilled poo-poo. It's, it's, <laughs> for the most part, completely an internet hoax <laughs> thing that never existed. And then everybody latched onto it that they, they'd be huffing, like, bought, like, two liters of, like, people's poo. The Washington Post, the Drudge Report, and Inside Edition are all talking about Jankum. It could be... Uh toxic and, and harming. The bulletin describes Jankum as gas produced by raw sewage that's allowed to ferment. Pictures show young people who appear to be breathing in Jankum. When we mentioned this new concoction to people on the street here in Jacksonville, not only had they never heard of it before, but they said they didn't want to get anywhere near it. It sounds horrible. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine doing something like that. Honestly, they need to find something better to do with their life. Seriously? Because that's just insane. I can't imagine anybody doing something like that. Sounds pretty sick to me. Uh-huh. Okay. Not anything you would ever consider? Never. What? Yeah, they would have like these like balloon or like condoms or balloons on them, and they'd like huff through the. <laughs> yeah, but why? It was, they, it was something like they'd poop in a bottle, and like something in the bacteria would ferment Ugh. and make fumes, and it would fill the balloon, and then you could pop the balloon off of the dump bottle, and I was never why into that. Are boring. Uh. Yeah. Because fucking whippets are hard to get. For That's what I'm sake, saying. Man. Like, yeah, whipped cream. God damn it. <laughs> I was never into that aerosol shit or any of that like glue or any type of like chemical oh. inhalants. Like, I, I still love whippets. I want really I like not all the time, but I just want and something I can come back from. What's it like? Like, what what's the feeling? All right. So the first time I did them, someone's like, "Oh, this is your first time." Okay, here's how you do it. Like, you take you take the balloon, you fucking inhale, and you, this is Nas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's basically just to cut off the flow of oxygen to your brain for a little bit. There's right, nothing good right. for you. There's nothing There's so, nothing here for you. Just to have a different <laughs> sensation. I feel like it's Tim Meadows going, Dewey, this ain't for you. <laughs> Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. You're smoking reefers? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you smell it? No, Sam. I can't. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit-forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. <laughs> Get oh out of here. God. Oh, my God. You're giving me flashbacks to Fremont Street. Same <laughs> <laughs> for you, kid. Right? <laughs> Actually, it was like, y'all don't know where you are, do you? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's not a good sign. Oh, no, it was, friend- it was friendly. Uh, it was friendly. No, we were- still, that's like such a scary note. You're like, I don't. Uh- no, I don't. <laughs> Actually, where am I? Good guess. <laughs> yeah. we-, we told her, like, we're looking for a bottle of liquor. He's like, oh, there's nothing over there but cocaine and hookers. <laughs> I love this guy. Right? I also love the people that are like, oh, it's your first time? Great. Here's some shit. And I'm like, I love those people. Mm-hmm, when you're mm-hmm. doing new drugs, that's, yeah. That's the best. Okay, yeah. so the caretakers. I had that for cigarettes. <laughs> wow. I do cigarette. I like. I do cigarette. I I smoke a cigarette like once a quarter, and I always forget what I'm doing. I'm just like I smoke joints like every day. But right. Like you like light the filter first. Yeah. Like what? No. Oh, right. it's the other way. I just found out like two weeks ago that you can crush the menthol. I didn't know. Oh, right. <laughs> that was a thing. 
Wow. Why does it taste like gum? <laughs> Extra sugar-free. Uh, okay, so you're you're doing whippets. Right, so you're hitting whippets. up the, the balloon. Okay, so then uh, someone's like, hold on. They put on uh, pentatonics. One more. <laughs> like they put on like a, uh, the YouTube video of it. And so it's like heavy on the percussion. And it's just like pounding in my brain and like kaleidoscoping. Mm. And like it's like fucking brain, weird kind of like sonic visual explosion. Totally, and totally. And then 30 seconds later, it ends and you just kind of have a headache and you want a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's definitely very limited. It's it's not like a, a long high. It is. It is. It's basically like the way they the way they do them is you get a, a case of the the containers, mm-hmm. and that's for everybody at the party. That's right. Not, that's that's not for one person. Stevo at his height was doing like boxes of them. Right. 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 Like stacking them, and it was deadly. It's such but... a weird drug to get invested in. Right. Like heroin, you get like your rig, you got your spot, you got your guy. Mm-hmm. Whippets, you're like, I got my grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know a guy that's a dentist. Right. You're like, I yeah. either know <laughs> Phil or Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not hard to acquire. This is a very poor drug. Well, nitrous, nitrous is different. The dentist is a different thing. That is true. Right, um, right. Nitrous and NOS. Similar method, though, right? Right. And similar effects. Similar right? method, yeah. It's a, uh, same balloon delivery. Like, mm-hmm. I've been in parties effect. where they were doing NOS, but I haven't right. done it myself. Have you guys ever done salvia? No, um, yeah, I like weed too much. Yeah, like, I've never. Salvia can't offer me anything. Weed's always like that. Like, okay, that's not a drug. Yeah, <laughs> it's just this like, is aspirin at best. Yeah, yeah. Great aspirin. It's totally like that. Just makes you normal. Yeah, like, this gets me up like, to zero. Mm-hmm. It's like people with a heart condition have aspirin. People with brain conditions fucking smoke a bowl of blue dream in the morning. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, guys, so this is a new segment that we're doing. Uh, I might be doing it just, yeah, throughout this comic's life. It might not always be with April, but, yeah, it'll be with April until I tell you otherwise. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, just April's movie pitches. April's movie pitches. Um, Okay, now this, okay, so this was something that came up recently with me and my best friend Audrey when we were on the phone. Yeah. We were talking about like her cat or something. And oh. then she said she was like, You know what always bothered me about the Matrix? Yeah. Was that he takes the red pill. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Like, if it was me, and I knew what was going on, it'd be like blue pill every time. <laughs> it would always be the blue pill. I'll keep living in the Matrix. That's fine. And then I was like, you know what? If you took the red pill, I feel like you'd take the red pill just to go into, you know, the real world outside of the Matrix, mm-hmm. where you have your, like weird oatmeal you eat for every meal and everything's all shitty and scary yeah and then you would do that just so that you could go back into the matrix and be like being out of the matrix really made me appreciate what i have in the matrix right well that's that's the the one character 
Yeah, that's the that's the learning experience. Exactly. No, I'm the on bad guy. His, uh, I'm Joey on, Pants. No, he, but you don't involve yourself with mm. like turning humanity in or anything. You're like, hey, I want to just go back to my life. Right. Right. And you do. And so that's I was like, if that was the Matrix, that's what I would. do. It'd be Neo, who's out of the Matrix. He's like. I kind of like the Matrix, <laughs> and then goes back into the Matrix, yeah. and then and then just from Rex House in the Matrix. No, no, he just oh, okay. lives there because he never gets his superpowers or oh, whatever. Okay. Like he doesn't he just realize he knows, can do cool things. Yeah, because he doesn't learn. He doesn't put in the right. time and effort. He was like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> he just goes back to his and stupid he goes day back job. <laughs> to his day job, and then the rest of the film is just a rom com. Oh, <laughs> with he, Neo. He just is Neo, and he meets some like wacky piano teacher or Whoa. something and they hit it off and every so often he'll like Have say something that <laughs> something was missing in your life like piano <laughs> my god i teach piano that's i like used to think it was like we were all living in a computerized simulation but actually it was like my love for piano <laughs> I do charge for lessons, even if we're dating. <laughs> no, but that's the point, though, is that he, like, he doesn't have superpowers in this right. one or whatever, but, like, he knows, and so every so often, like, they'll go through the classic rom-com story, but every so often he'll be like, oh, wow, second cat, you know, oof, deja vu in the yes. Matrix, yeah. and she's like, what? And he's like, oh, it's this thing, and <laughs> they he, just like, ignore it. He talks about Morpheus, like, you know, like an old friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, oh, this Morpheus, and then the whole time in the back Background, you can see Them Agent turn. Smith and like the Matrix people like duking it out and fighting yeah. and stuff over the fate of humanity. But it's like kind of blurry and out of focus because yes. mainly you're like, oh, are they gonna kiss? But they just they're got all, in like, that argument. Time while they're like having a nice romantic dinner. Yeah, exactly. But then he like gets spaghetti sauce on his shirt <laughs> while she's in the bathroom, and then he's like trying to like wash it out, and he's like calling the waiter over, and he's just like. Switch shirts with me. And the waiter's like, what? And he's like, here's $100. Switch shirts with me right now. Waiter's like, oh, oh, those are my tips for the night. And then he takes it and they switch shirts, but it's the wrong size. And she comes out and she's like, that doesn't look the same. And he's like, oh, you got me. That's hilarious. And then, and then that's just it. That's the entire film. I dated a girl for a while that hated spicy food. Oh, I thought she was spicy. <laughs> yeah, she oh. was muy caliente. <laughs> that makes it sound better. Mm-hmm. That's why we broke not up. Just like, not just domestic abusey. <laughs> <laughs> She's spicy. <laughs> Bruisey. <laughs> I had a bit where uh, she couldn't even handle just tomatoes. You know, she, it. it was, oh, yeah, it heard, was yeah, that, that spicy. Like, what? Nope can't handle just regular tomatoes and i don't know if i want to say that's a deal breaker later in life but i want to say like i'm gonna think twice the next girl i date that can't handle tomatoes yeah it's that's that's weird that's, mm-hmm. that's not like okay cool you can go find a dude that likes bland food like, mm-hmm. we're in california 
Yeah. I need to be able to go get tacos. My yeah. mom's like that. Like, if there's, like, a, a whisper of, like, a hint of, like, if somebody said there might be hot sauce in there, she's like, I'm out. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. And I used to be like that, too. And then She's I, white, right? Very. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just regular white. Uh, <laughs> it's not, like, extra white. Um, not porcelain white. No. <laughs> Standard. Right. Standard white. <laughs> Default. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, like... Oh, <laughs> just so racist. She's Inherently what, racist, though. She's the girl avatar that the Xbox starts with. Yeah, it's the default mm-hmm. me setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's such a that's such She's a bathed in racism, though. Yeah, no, that's no, like flesh think, tone being pink. I'm just thinking, like, how much would change if we just we made white people stop being default in video games? <laughs> yeah. They do that now, like, like uh, someone's will just have a random. It'll just put a random out. Mm. That's a good way to do it. That's smarter. That's a good middle ground. I used to say that I was the default setting if I didn't have a beard. Yeah, I get that. Like, I could see that. I'm no like oh. fuzzy Moby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Without the talent. Yeah. Dude, we all look like faces on a guess who board. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is true. Like a like a like a modern clue. Yeah. Yeah. No, we He's all got- not gay. <laughs> all of us go down. <laughs> Because we're straight. I'm, I'm not. Uh, eh, no, no. Okay. Wait, hold on. I don't get how this works. No, I don't know either. I have never played. I've never. Um, what's Guess Who? <laughs> it's that. I just played along up until now. <laughs> it's that but game I had that has all the different head. faces. Yeah, and I then... had the picture in my head. Yeah. I just didn't know what the game was. Everyone's, everyone's got a board with 30 Like, he doesn't people. have blonde hair, and then you put all the... Ones with blonde hair down. Yeah. Someone's got a card mm-hmm. and you try to guess who they've got. Okay. That it's like... It's uh, wearing a hat. Like, it's like no. Stratego with faces. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Not at all, but mm-hmm. close. <laughs> it's like autistic risk. Yeah. That is Stratego. Uh, <laughs> that was the... Uh, yeah. The scratch title. Autistic risk. How about guess who? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like can't recognize facial features. <laughs> what are these meaningless symbols... <laughs> We're called this game Asperger's Alley. Is that a cool game if, like, we just think of other names for games? You yeah, know, Like, sure. what would Monopoly be called? That's, um... Uh, all Hail Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Or, yeah, like, Capitalism Wow. Yeah, or <laughs> the story of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Where you just literally steal from the bank to build your hotels. Yeah, Gangsters Rule. Do you guys ever play the really realistic Monopoly where it's like you like you have like a like a day job and you have to like support a kid? It's not life, but it's it's like really real. It's uh, was it Rich Dad Poor Dad? I've never heard that game. It's either okay. I think it's based off of the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh huh. But it's the it's the game whatever the game version of that is. It's the gay version. And it's it's a gay gay version. No, it's actually very <laughs> buttoned up. And conservative, a lot of... Right, it's rich dad, successful dad. Yeah, but it's all about how you have to, like, like invest. It's I can't remember. There was, like, you have to, like, have a bunch of houses, and then you mortgage them, and then, or, like, you don't, you, like, you have renters. Yeah, I'm already out. It's, like, a real, it's, like, how you live your life. Apparently. I don't want to have to, like, only live my successful life in board game form. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why life sucks. It's a shitty yeah, game. Like, I could right. just be doing this. I don't right. have to emulate that also. Like I'm I'm like killing it on this game in my studio apartment. Right? Where I'm not really killing it in life. <laughs> I wanted to get into video game development for a while and I just found myself playing a lot of like game developer sims and I'm like hmm. I'm 
this is too sad now. You right. know, like Second Life. It's when... worse that I want to do this. I think. <laughs> Hey, how long before like we were all just living in like studio apartments and just enjoying virtual things and second oh, right. life? Oh, right. I don't know that uh, I'm not doing that this moment. How is it not like it's like Snow Crash? Have you guys uh, the this movie's coming out? Ready Player One, the new Spielberg movie. It's Oculus Rift the movie. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But that's what it is. It's it's everybody's living in like shitty mobile homes that are like stacked like 14 stories high or whatever. But they don't give a shit how they're living in their real world because everybody's in this virtual world where they're like living in mansions and shit. And so it's like, yeah, I don't care where my like rig is where I'm right. getting my Wi-Fi because I'm living in this world that's not I'm like my shitty life. <laughs> I'm on board, man. That's this like- is my exit plan, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, right. Is an HTC Vive and a stasis suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's literally, yeah, you never have to leave the world. You're just, you can shit, eat, breathe in this stasis suit or whatever. Yeah. I'm looking forward to eventually being Mr. House from Fallout New Vegas. Oh, where right. I just, I'm yeah. just in a pod and controlling in my empire through computers and fucking mm-hmm. robots. But how? But that's also like just a hair away from singularity. So if we have this body that's in this like haptic rig or whatever. But why have the body? Why not just like yeah, take the brain and just put it in the in the world itself? That was uh, and not even have a a body. That was like two black mirrors. I think they had like or they had basically a whole season discussing that. Mm-hmm. That that show is really like a book club. You know, like everybody sits down after it, like, so what did that mean? Right, right. <laughs> what did that make you feel? Terror. Uh, every single one, just terror. Hmm. I just like it's a it's a twi- it's a new Twilight Zone. I love it. I love new Twilight Zone. I also like old Twilight. Oh man, treat yourself to old Twilight Zone while high. That is hell yeah. That oh, is yeah. a lot of fun. That's on board. Just for the titles. I remember back in the day when I was first in high school, and. There was this church like hangout thing and like they would play Twilight Zone episodes, but then also like at the end throw in how like a Christian moral like at the end or whatever. Oh man, I got the chills when you said that. Oh. <laughs> that is too deep. I get, I completely understand that kind yeah. of well, right. Kids that have done youth group understand that shit. Oh. Exactly. So like they were going to eat people, but then they weren't blah, blah, blah. And that's just like when Jesus was out in the desert and he was going <laughs> to eat that bread and he didn't eat that bread because exactly. of Satan <laughs> guys. It's all back to safe. But obviously since I was like a 15 year old, I'm just like, Hey, there's chicks here. I'm hanging out and there's twilight zone. Cool. And sometimes they gave you, like, boxes of pizza to eat, so... Yeah, and, like, high C. Yeah. So then... Not drugs, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no drugs here. No drugs. We weren't that high. Oh, only <laughs> only Jesus was on high. Okay. Yeah. But, but I will say, those little Twilight Zone areas were the first two times that I made out with a chick. Oh, hey, good for yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. And it, it it had nothing to do with Twilight Zone. It was clearly just, hey, you don't want to watch this anymore, right? Let's go make out over here. Yeah, why don't you give me some Twilight Bone? Mm. The number 12 does look a lot like you. Wink, <laughs> wink. That's a... <laughs> I would not like adjust to... your tits. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope now that Black Mirror would be the same way, where it'd be like that same, like, hey, we're going to try to make it a Christian moral, but it's like, no, we're just going to have this be kids that bone later. 
So many of those are like, and we get to fuck a pig today on set. God, our job's fun. You know, how do they turn? What's the moral there? And much like the uh, Satan uh, is fucking all. We're pit. I don't know, guys. This is it's. I I'm hungover from yesterday. I don't have a I don't have a sermon. <laughs> What? How, shitty, how shitty do the producers feel that they have wonderful stories to be told and they will forever be known as, oh, that show where they fucked a pig. Oh, yeah. Man, that's so true, though. It's, it's, they led with it. That was the first episode. It does set the ceiling of what can happen in that yeah. show. And I completely appreciate them for doing that. I agree. But I will say it. It's a great episode, but not my favorite. You exactly. Know? It's, it's a one-time watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is your most real fear when it comes to black mirror it's um oh like what are the things that bring out like oh yeah, that's really, scary. Like, oh i don't want that to happen at all <laughs> i feel like in most of the things of black mirror when they go like oh technology's going too far i'm sitting there going i will never be able to afford that shit anyway right right that's like hey are they still going to be making the samsung j series that's like <laughs> 120 bucks for a new phone because i need me one of those the one that it's kind of like the technology that's like the through line. Like I don't want to say it's in every episode, but it is in a few. Is that like stenographer where you can just recall any type of memory that you've had? Oh yeah, or just any has type like, of like anything that you've seen. You can go. Oh, let's just look at the tape. The Google Glass <laughs> of contacts. Exactly, like the contact, and then you have this little like bead or this little like rice bead. Yeah, yeah the grain thing that like. You can just, oh, did you really say that? Let's look and find out. And you're like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. <laughs> the one It always freaks me out when they get to the limit of something, and you're like, oh, man, they just push something all the way. It's, it's terrifying not to see, like, oh, let's see what the craziest thing is. It's knowing that they've hit the limit and they can't push crazy any further. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is, this is the wall. And that's the the Black Museum episode. Yeah, when they had the dude who gets he gets addicted to uh, dying and pain. Yes, that one freaked me out. I'm like, because I I understood the whole line of thinking up until the end. I'm like, oh no! I, and you're gonna put your consciousness in this perpetual torture or whatever, right? Because that's how it's like he got it like all his fucking wires crossed, and mm-hmm. now is like his like best moment is like him in like pure terror and yeah, and then his daughter says nope i'm taking that back yeah that was um it was an that, interesting episode that all all the, all three of the things in there are so, like just terrifying realities that shit will put you in a different world. Like, you'll go to Narnia for a minute. Isn't it just evil mushrooms? That's all I've ever heard. It is. Mike Kaplan does a really good bit about it, about, like, the difference between mushrooms and uh, um, salvia. Nobody does salvia once or twice, and is like, you know what? I'm going to check on the demons behind the curtain of reality every so often. (laughs) People who are like, I do salvia a lot. I'll be like, how many times? They're like, three. I'm like, that is a lot. (laughs) Here's a side-by-side comparison of my experience with mushrooms, for the most part, versus salvia. Here's mushrooms. Mushrooms. We're all one. Humans. Animals. Plants. Robots. Aliens. Nature. (laughs) Nurture. The future. Beauty. Peace. Calm. Everything. Universe. Multiverse. Mushrooms.
Salvia starts the same, but then takes a weird turn. Salvia, we're all one, but who is we? We is plural. I am alone. I am alone for a thousand years. It is only two minutes, but it does seem like a thousand years. In that time, I am everyone. I am myself. I am my mother. I am my grandmother. It is like an Eddie Murphy movie in here. Where Eddie Murphy is everybody. Eddie Murphy is everybody. Even the words Eddie Murphy morph into the words everybody. Eddie Murphy is everybody. Eddie Murphy is everybody. Salvia Night Live presents Eddie Murphy is everybody. Guest host M. Night Shyamalan. No! If we're all one, that means I'm M. Night Shyamalan. The M stood for me the whole time. Me backwards is E.M., the initials of Evil Mushrooms and Eddie Murphy. No! I don't know if I did salve you right. It was in a water bong. I drank it all. But the point is, I do think it's still better than kids. Yeah. I haven't heard his bit, uh, but I'll put it in post. I know. I'm going to make you look for all yeah. sorts of things Thanks, today. Taylor. I'm, I'm sorry for mentioning pentatonics. Like, as soon as I said it, I'm like, fuck, he's going to have to edit you guys that don't mention any references. <laughs> one time, I was watching a movie, and then I read a book. It's, it's like, a so nondescript far. movie. Just imagine it. Like so far, we got Terminator Two, we've got yep. Pentatonix. Yep, <laughs> yep. You've got at least one. I'll be back. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be back. No, I feel like though, uh, Salvia though, it's like I've done it twice. What is it? it it's what, like, like a spice get... or an herb, and yeah, you can get it at a head shop. You could just buy it, you know, at can wherever. You still get it at a head shop. I is would it, assume so. Is it the same as spice? It's. I don't spice know. Spice was fake weed, right? Yeah, yeah, synthetic weed. This that... wasn't. No, nah, this ain't that. All this right. is completely Wait, different. My very brief time in the Navy, they would always talk about like fucking spice rings that were getting. You were in the Navy for four months. Okay, uh, we're gonna put a pin in that. <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, no salvia. We had uh, there's different strengths. I guess they sell it like in ten, twenty, and thirty. So thirty is obviously the strongest. So we got the 30. Obviously, don't yes. be a pussy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Take a chance. Why are you doing salvia if you're not going to do all of it? <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, my, my uncle used to uh, rip filters off of his camel reds and say, if you're going to kill yourself, kill yourself with a 45, not a 22. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, shit. all right, well, when in Rome, let's uh, use his motto. When I- in Kentucky. Uh- <laughs> I mean, either one will get the job done. What the right, fuck? Right, exactly. And he's dead, yeah. <laughs> All sorts like, of reasons. It's like, uh, he, he didn't use either. He, uh, it, was, it was lung cancer, actually. <laughs> right, got hit by a bus. But anyway. <laughs> no, but the, the bus sal- was called <laughs> But so, okay, we, we, we hit it, and it's just like, yeah, like weed, where you just like put it in a pipe, and you just, you know... Hit it. Is there a strong flavor? Because I know some some of those smoke drinks get a little like DMT mm. supposed to taste like real real nasty. I don't recall a flavor, but it's literally as soon as you exhale, it hits. You're done. I like that. So I'm it's not having to wait for instant. It. Yeah. I'm on board. And like at first, like half of my body started to feel numb. Like just the left half started to just go numb. And then not only did it go numb, but then it started to feel like. A portal opened up in the left side of my area, and the portal started like pulling me towards it. Where I was just like, "Where? Why am I now like feeling like I need to move towards the left a lot?" <laughs> and then 
it started snowing. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're in the middle of OC. It ain't supposed to be snowing right now. It ain't supposed to be snowing. You're sitting there going, fuck, 30 is great. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys, uh, global warming, right? (laughs) So then I'm I'm in, like, feeling like like I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. And I'm totally having, like... a conversation with my friends we're in this thing and we're and then i start to like go like hey let's like explore the world and let's like go on an adventure and then i'm like <laughs> literally walking for what i feel like is like a good 30 minutes and then like suddenly like i blink and i'm back at my house and like sitting in front of the yard where we were first smoking and i'm like what the fuck like how do we get back here and then my friends are like is it hitting you yet? And I'm totally like, what the fuck? Like, we've just, like, we went on, like, an hour-long hike. Like, what are you guys talking about? We met new people. Yeah, like, we it was snowing, and it was all this I got thing. treasure. Yeah. We Dave, went- we shared a moment. <laughs> you we told me out. about your wife, and you don't even have a wife. And- <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, so I'm totally going on this experience while my friends are just sitting here watching me just sit and like go off in this realm or whatever. It was total like a mind thing where I'm off on this adventure, but in reality, my body is just sitting on the curb, you know, kind of like just in a weird, like passive state. I wonder it's uh I wonder if that feels uh, anything similar to like astral projecting. If it was like ever, out of body experience. If you've ever hear, heard Sinbad talk about astral projecting, <laughs> do yourself of a favor. Of course we have. It's so great. It's uh it's the best. <laughs> you ever been astral projected? It's like if Bernie Mac was like super into metaphysics. <laughs> if like he was just super into shaman rituals, you'd just be like, "Yeah, all right, Bernie Mac, let's get into it." Yeah. But that's the thing. So, like, it was one of those moments where it's like DMT in a way where it's like it feels like it's way longer. But in reality, it's like it's minutes. You know, like you're, you're my, the people I was doing it with were like, yeah, man, you were like out for five minutes. I'm like, really? I was gone for an hour. <laughs> like, Here's my question. Would you do it again? Like, maybe. If I was like, if I went right here, hey. I have some salvia right here. Let's smoke. You have to smoke it right now, though. You can't save it. You know, probably yeah, yeah. Because it's oh, only shit. well. One, do like... we have a surprise for you? <laughs> Sweet in this corner, <laughs> salvia. <laughs> it was weird. It was like it was. It's like I didn't want that experience, but I'm not. But it wasn't bad. But it wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't like it wasn't like a shroom trip, or it wasn't like. It was totally like mind, like you went to a different world. So, how long do you think it lasted total? I, it felt like at least a half hour. Okay, but what I but what I was told was, yeah, you were out for like two minutes. Whoa! Holy clock balls! Time. That's fucking crazy. All right, so the next the next step is obviously salvia <laughs> and an isolation tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So that you have an experience, and then you just wake up to darkness. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I uh, said, hey, it's, hey, if you're going to do thirty, man, you might as well do thirty in an isolation tank, right? Just forty-five, five gra- not a twenty-two. Five grams in a dark yeah. room, thirty in an isolation tank. <laughs> <laughs> what about like DMT or like or or, DMT uh, seems like 
Matt, what, what's that one? Uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, I was confused. Is mescaline one of those weird drugs too? Yeah, that's a cactus. That's mescaline also cactus. like peyote. I always forget if mescaline is like one of those weird trippy like spirit drugs or like a super like prescription y crushed up druggy. My brother did that. Crushed which, up prescriptions? I said I'm <laughs> not sure which it is it is it prescription y or is it like nature y? Is it like just I know peyote's no. got buttons. Yeah, mescaline is also cactus. And yeah, he said he found it at Disneyland. And what's the uh what's the other cactus too? San Pedro San cactus. San Pedro cactus. I watched you, a you movie. could you could buy that at like, you know, Armstrong's or whatever. What? Yeah. Guys. Wait, for real? It's got arms. Yeah, shot. certain cactus and certain, like, uh, you know, uh, garden centers, they sell that shit. That shit's supposed to be super spiritual, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's supposed to be, like, a really, like, shamanic type. Oh, yeah, you're going to purge. Have you And se- you're going to throw up a lot. Have you seen the... Um, but see things. Have you seen the movie about, uh, with, uh, who's the, um, like, the, the youngest looking actor right now? I feel uncomfortable answering that question. As a dude, dude guy, man boy. What's his face? That guy that was just at oh, the Oscars. Um, in, Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things. No. Uh, oh, think, yeah. Think comedy movies. Oh. Oh. McLovin? Um, no, adjacent. Uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. There's a movie with Michael Sarah that took a long time. With a yep. movie with Michael Sarah <laughs> in it about the San Pedro cactus. I have not seen that. It's kind of garbage. Uh <laughs> And is it what's it called? It's uh, it's something. It's like the cactus. It's like the magical fairy and the cactus. It mm-hmm. makes sense because they're like character names. Mm-hmm. It's it's Huachuma cactus, right? Uh, no, it's the San Pedro. Uh, if that yeah, is. That's, that's, that's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. Um, I, I thought that was a fake drug up until somebody started talking about it recently. <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh no, I need to do this later." Yeah, but the whole the whole the that movie was fucking. It was like a long indie movie with no point to it. And a random jump scare in the middle, and I'm still mad about it. I would go on to every podcast in this nation talking about how bad that movie was. Dude, thank you for that because I wasted was my there, time. I was sitting there thinking about like just taking an edible and like trying to watch that movie because I'm yeah. kind of interested. But no, get out of it. It's bad because it uh, there is a legit uh, actual jump scare in it mm. where they just it you, they just pay, they're like at a um, like a hostel or like a boarding like just like a boarding house, and then they're just like oh in from a long day, and then they turn and there's just kind of this weird looking like. Uh, it's like like an evil looking statue, and they just cut to it, and they pan in for a second, and then like a giant like face jumps out at the 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 like for a frame, and just goes bap, and you're like ah, mm-hmm. and then like it's that moment like uh like you know on Fight Club when he when he winks in and out of existence, yes. like in, in like eight, the one frame, yeah. the one frame or eights of a frame, it's um like that where you have to turn. You're like, did we just see some shit? Yeah, did I just see? But a it dick? Hur- it like hurts you. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And they mention it casually. She's like, I don't know. I just got a weird vibe when I looked at the statue. And it doesn't come up ever again. <laughs> like, why did you just wound me in the middle of this movie? That's dumb. Movie? Yeah, I'm not okay with that. Like, and it that's... doesn't resolve into anything. At the end, they just get, like, kind of happy high, and then the movie ends. And you're like, what the... I feel like I've yeah. had a, 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 like, a huge lull in my horror movie watching. Like I, I had a huge, like, you know, when I was young, like this is amazing. And then like, I, I dated a few girls that are like, I don't like horror movies. And then I just stopped watching them. And now I, I feel like I need to get back into it. I got into thrillers this last year and I'm kind of dipping my toe into getting into horror movies. Yeah. But it has to be a cool concept. Of like, course. I like the high concept ones. You're like, Oh, that like, if you read the description, you're like, that sounds great. Um, 
like this latest one, like that I was almost on board, but a lot of people were like, dude, it's stupid, was that Snowman movie. I heard, yeah, I heard that. That seemed interesting to me. Yeah. I like the concept. It, uh, somebody, I, I watched a review of it. That's how I get most of my new horror movies now. Is mm. I'll just watch somebody's review. I'm like, I know enough to talk about this now. Mm. But they were just, uh, like, the execution was bad, I heard. Totally. I feel like I would love to make a movie, but I feel like six months into me making a movie, it would be really shitty. But you're like, it's too late to go back, so I guess we're making a shitty movie, guys. <laughs> guys, you're in a shitty movie. Yep. I have to break this to you. <laughs> See, this is why you just shoot for making a Hulu movie right from the start. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've had friends that have been in like DVD releases that were barely released that ended up getting cult followings on mm, Hulu. Mm. Just fucking, that's what you need to shoot for. Just You need to just be above the, one rung above the lowest bar. Hey, here's a theory I had. I feel like certain lesbians, they become lesbians because they hate men. Not that they love women, but I feel like most gay guys, they become gay because they love dudes, not because they hate women. That's God. proactive versus like react or like. You know what I'm talking? Like, yeah. are, you, are you seeing where I'm trying I to get at? I understand what like, you're saying. I do feel, but then you could just become asexual, but that is like a type of lesbian, I guess. Like they've had a lot that of bad experiences with offensive. men, so they're like, that. fuck men. I've had too or many. Or don't fuck them. So it's right. like Super Saiyan where you just get super angry after a traumatic experience and mm-hmm. you just like fucking power up into a full-blown lesbian? Yes, exactly. I, it's a Dragon Ball Z reference. <laughs> there is something to that, and I think what that is is just a different type of asexual that just hangs out with other lesbians. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, uh, thing known as lesbian bed death. I don't know if that is a uh, – it is for sure confirmed a real thing that does happen. I don't know what the uh, frequency and is. And what's the definition of lesbian bed death? Lesbian bed death, bed death on Sounds top like of a being band a hardcore band name um, – <laughs> Is awesome. a phenomenon where if they if uh, a lesbian couple moves in together, they it's something like within the first six months they stop having sex. Yeah, don't straight couples have that too though? Yeah, I know. Just like being sad, right? Yeah, it's just like you know, <laughs> once you have to go into the bathroom after somebody and you're smelling their their afters, it's you know it takes the magic out of things. Yeah, I definitely. Okay, like test but, your love. But gay guys don't have the gay guy bed well, death. They do have testosterone, which does make you want to fuck kind of a right. lot. God, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Like, so true. There, are, there is a small component of when uh, a very, very, very small component. Certain types of women will complain about something that is very easily explainable with if only you knew what testosterone was like. You know, mm-hmm. it's the shittiest drug to be on. You know, it just makes you super aggro and want to do things. So well, yeah, it, it definitely is- like I would assume causes most of uh, aggressive behavior when it comes to men involving their women. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of penis issues. The best and that was a, a a nice way of saying rape. Yeah, mostly rape. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about domestic violence, but sure, rape. That yeah, too. Okay, yeah, okay. like I don't know. I I feel like. Almost in a way, like, I feel like I have a nice set of, like, or a nice amount of testosterone, 
but I also feel like I'm really girly in the sense of I would never hit a woman. I would never do that. Like I'm not, I'm not that aggressive guy. I just don't care that much. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just find another person. (laughs) Right. Like that sounds like a lot of effort. That seems like a lot. Oh, yeah. It's like you're masculine, but you're lazy. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what being a millennial is. Mm -hmm. Is you can have the beard, but you're also like, nah, I don't want to. Like you don't have to peacock how big your dick is. You know, you're still like, uh, I, I like women and shit. I just don't need like the fucking posters in my toolbox and shit but i feel like and maybe this is presumptuous and like obviously i'm not i'm talking from a outsider's perspective but if you're gonna be gay it's because you really like men yeah it's not like it's a hard choice to make <laughs> yeah like, and you have to do a lot it's like changing your name you have to do a lot of effort to go out and be like okay i'm gay now you know yeah and well it's not that bad it's but, not know. like okay five girls rejected me I guess I'll go gay. It's- There's so many comics that do that bit about how they try to, like, maybe did it? Like, I literally heard a set last night about this. Mm. Well, like, I don't think I'm going to try being gay. I'm like, that didn't take. Uh, <laughs> I had that, except it, it did. And then nice. that's how you know. And you're like, yeah. If you are nice. if you are gay, that's how you know you're gay. That's <laughs> you test the water. That's the 100% like test is, are you in love with men? Yes, you're gay. <laughs> it's only gay if you're in love. <laughs> Yeah, love's gay, right? It's fucking gay. <laughs> I wish I was in love. All those fulfilled people and yep. finding partners and shit. Yep. What do they know for happy? Facts. <laughs> hey, when this podcast gets, du- gets shut down because of all my insensitive remarks. <laughs> hey, he's a he's a fag. He can say that word. Hey. All right? <laughs> it's okay. He can say that word. I gave him a fag hall pass. <laughs> Which I'm allowed to give out. I cannot give out a day pass, though. <laughs> it's the fashion hall pass. <laughs> Speaking of fags, uh, you were in the Navy for a minute. Yes, I was. Right. Absolutely. So, okay. That was a cool segue, uh, right? the best segue ever. Yeah, right? Speaking <laughs> of total cock guzzlers. <laughs> <laughs> the Navy. What's up with that? Um, there are gay things that happen in the Navy. Uh, I was in the uh, I I, uh, I got pneumonia my last week of training. I was doing fine. I got pneumonia my last week of training. Why would you go in? Like, what was your like initial motive? I was like, God, I can't find a job. Uh, at, like eighteen, nineteen. Yes, sounds and like me. I was <laughs> like, I'm just gonna start. I'm like, I could probably do navy. I, mean, I don't have to be like army, but like I could be navy. Mm-hmm. Like, like ships. Yeah, that sounds fun. I want to be on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to do in the navy? I was gonna be. Uh, I passed the 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 test to be a, a, like a um, like a sonar uh, tech oh, or like nice. a, a like a fire control tech, which means you get to shoot things. Cool. So we're gonna on, be on, on a boat, on a submarine specifically too. Right. Yeah. Very tight corners. Um, that's <laughs> dumb. I hate myself. Um, they had just recently allowed male and female subs. Right. Because of. Uh, like like literally just don't ask don't tell and plumbing requirements too it's tight right. spaces and like we do have to build different like a different toilet setup you know mm-hmm. that makes sense um i when uh, you're talking about gay shit uh <laughs> gay 
Fucking yeah, it was. Uh, there was a uh, when you uh, exit, you have to get your like put into like a separate area because I was like 140 pounds with pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I'm 225 right now, and I still look like medium. I think. Uh-huh. I hope. Uh huh. <laughs> I hope I pass for medium you're, or like a slightly fat average. You're gangly. <laughs> I'm gangly. <laughs> uh, but I was 140 and looked like a fucking White Walker. I heard. And you were on a sub. And no, I wasn't in a. I, I was still in boot camp. Okay. Um, I I basically was like, I think I'd like to get out, you know, because I was I looked like grim death. I got told every day I looked like grim death, every day. And nobody uh, said like, oh, we'll just get over it, or no, because just... I I would just drop weight faster. Like I literally wasn't holding on to like any nutrients. Holy mm. shit! Yeah, I was fucked up. And that I had like the week after I got out, I had like a soda, and I'm like I feel fine. Why do I feel fine? I think I was like just detoxing from processed foods like no one's ever detoxed before. So you were just on a really weird regiment of whatever the army or navy the, was feeding you? The food is just like the worst cafeteria food. It's mm. just like it burned me out on scrambled eggs. I can't have scrambled eggs anymore. And mm. just like just things you would find at every cafeteria. Just like but like the worst version of that. Right. Also made entirely by mostly people with disabilities. Kind mm. of interesting. There's a lot of blind a lot of blind people there. Making food. <laughs> so the Kinda blind navy is making all the food. All the food. They're not in the navy, but we are. <laughs> um, okay, so you washed out. Yeah, I washed out. And uh, but in okay, in, this is what I was getting to. In they, they have a separations unit where you hang out. Yeah, I hung out there for like another month after I was getting out, just because they have to figure out how to process you. Mm-hmm. There was they have these huge uh, like they're. I, I forget what they call them. They're like um, they're called ships, but I think they're they're just barracks basically. And one whole side uh, of the bathroom was shut up, shut down on the far side. There's a bathroom that was shut down because uh, too much gay shit kept happening in it. <laughs> 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 For sure, one person in fucked another man in there, and they're like, we have to, like they had caution tape, like there's a spooky monster about to come Holy out. Holy shit. Did you uh, run into any other guys that there was, a, uh, there was one gay guy that was out there and he was just like just like a like a just like a nice like twenty eight year old who just happened to be a gay guy he was like I don't like I don't like talking about it I just like he was like you know, fuck my boyfriend sometimes and they're like oh yeah, that's cool and I was like not out yet so when did you come out um yesterday like six <laughs> uh, no uh, <laughs> on the podcast uh yeah this moment now. Uh, <laughs> Um, I want to say like like I got out to my folks like six months ago, mm-hmm. under a year. Let's call it nine months. Actually, no, it had to be over a year now because I. And what was the like was time like, frame between knowing and then coming out? Oh, for a long time. I just rode the bisexuality train for a long time. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'll just do both. Um, it's like gay light. And then my number, and then I got my like, ex- I got my spreadsheet back from my accountant of just like my 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 score sheet, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? This is pointing in the direction I am. Your accountant's getting- like, hey, you would really uh, work really well if you were just actually gay. We have a way better market for you <laughs> if you just be gay. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting more and more comfortable with this. I'm just going to go gay on this one. <laughs> I, I, I say 85% gay because I'm like, I will absolutely fuck a girl if I have to. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I do enjoy other things. <laughs> and, scenario uh, in which you would have to fuck a girl. Like, in an emergency, yeah. I can be used for a fuck. <laughs> it's like, I will blow your mother's brains out if you don't fuck that woman. My, it, it, uh, yeah, I just, um, I, I, I go by queer, but most, that, which is somehow the only word that's been completely reclaimed. Like, it's now the most it, progressive it thing to say. It does seem like it's a cool word to say still. Yeah, you're queer. Yep. Um, you're and like, yes, uh, correct. And I like, mean, oh. Instagram stories has it on, on like a, you know, you can put it on a sticker. So Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's not fine. offensive. Yeah, as long as it's on a sticker. They've got Queer Eye on Netflix. Now. Right, exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be called, like, fucking faggot eye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would tune into that, though. Yeah, For all the, the gay people that. that are mad at my gay slurs, I have to have... Give me something. I'm white, okay? Right? I don't have much. Hey, he's taking it back. have this or I'm using the N-word. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, God, that Richard Spencer haircut's running deep. Hey, it's a gay... Okay, I can't do bits. Uh, no, don't do bits. Don't fuck, fuck bits. Hey, uh, so when did you decide you were gay, Dune? Oh, you know. My lover? Uh, <laughs> I'm not really gay so much as just, like, giving up. Right, right. <laughs> I get that. Uh, it's like, I'm not even giving up. It's just, like, too much effort to try. Mm. It's like, I'm not, I'm not averse to any sort of, like, dating or relationship or anything like that. It's just like, fuck, I don't want to do Tinder. You know what would be horrible, and I, I don't want to – I don't know. But I've thought to myself, like, yeah, it sucks, like, getting rejected by women so much. But I feel like it would almost be harder to get rejected by dudes. It's worse when, a, like, an ugly dude rejects you and you're like, I went down for you. Right. <laughs> like, I like, moved my number down. I'm <laughs> desperate. <laughs> like, we're both dudes. Like, yeah. really? Oh, Lame. Like, nothing getting, like, shot down by a Craigslist ad. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm not your type. You don't have a type. You don't get one. Right. Dudes don't have types. <laughs> but you got answers to a Craigslist ad? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. feel like when it comes to shitty movies obviously the most shitty movie lately is the room and do you feel like tommy Wiseau was making like he knew he was making it at the time like this is shitty or is like he made it all going this is amazing and then later people were like no it's stupid based on the production value that is put into it making like the cinematography isn't awful like it looks it's well lit you know like Somebody knew what they were doing there and yes. put their heart into making that. He, like, hired competent people. Right. The crew was good. It's just none of the actors or the writing was good. Yes. But and they like were all the there. The cast but, got changed out in the middle. And, and the crew was just like, it's a payday. I don't care. Like, but, how many people that are cameramen are like, this is stupid. I can't believe I'm filming this. But I'm glad I am because I need a paycheck. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of people like taking footage, just just going. This is never going to see the light of day. Right? Like, he's never going to be able to edit this. Like this is never. This My is going to get. This is going to get released on Vimeo at best. Mm. Like, this is even YouTube worthy. 
I like Vimeo's growing on me now. Like yeah. I, when somebody sends me to a Vimeo page, I'm like, ooh, an artist. I'm ooh. like, <laughs> like I anticipate more depth than a YouTube video. Right. It's YouTube like, video, I'm like, I watch Minecraft Let's Plays here. You mm, know, I might see a booby here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, scandalous. <laughs> uh, you uh, very Art Deco. I just uh, discovered his work on Vimeo, but uh, Brent Weinbach. On oh Vimeo. yeah, excellent, for sure, excellent work. Go, that go guy's there. hilarious. Treat, treat yourself. I the uh, I don't dance is so great. He was one of the first comedians that I I saw at an open mic that was just like running jokes. But then I was like, oh, this guy is not an open micer. Like this guy's at an open mic. But he's not like us. <laughs> he's not like us. Like he's, he's got the shine. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he smells like success. Mm-hmm. Totally. Would be the that'd be like the great twist is like when you make it, you can just hear all other comedians' thoughts. <laughs> like, this is a hell and heaven. <laughs> like as soon as you sell out your first arena, yeah, that's you can the just reason. hear Kevin Hart's thoughts at all times. No shit. <laughs> But it's only other arena comics. You're like, oh man, it's only Jerry Seinfeld. I and, don't even know if I want to get arena famous. What about theater famous? I would love to, any famous. Like in the point of like they're paying money to see me. That's cool. But like theater, I don't know thousands. That I don't know. I always feel like in this stage, clubs are still like, wow. I Fantastic, went to yeah, yeah like I went to Kill Tony yesterday, and I didn't get on. But just being in the main room and being like, wow, if I got on and was in this in in front of this many people, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, killing with this is is not like you've ever experienced, mm-mm, you know. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, Joe Joe Urell killed in the belly room yeah. a few a few days ago. Yeah. And like I was super happy for him. And then like the next day I'm like, oh my god, I so want to do that. Yeah. That's gotta be great because that room's on the small side and but it's with like the low ceilings and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So every you're gonna feel every laugh in that room. Totally. Even when I was at uh, I've done flappers a couple of times, and that has been decent too. Just at the open mic and it's just 80 people at that in the yoohoo room and it's it's weird i don't know i kind of i kind of decided that uh i wasn't gonna do flappers anymore i used yeah. to go, i, tried I to go said to flappers mic. and both of your faces were like <laughs> i just have heard nothing but the worst about flappers and i've seen their website and i was like i'm good <laughs> like, I've, I've literally gone to the open mic and like watched the host pull a name out and then just like throw it behind him and pull another name out it's such oh, a baller yeah. move though totally. i'm like um um uh i don't need this anymore i so sympathize with that though <laughs> totally like the first couple times i can accept like okay i'm not gonna get up every time but then i saw the host doing that and i'm like oh well fuck this then i was listening to uh, jeremiah Watkins podcast and uh, he was talking about how I forget what guest he had on they're going into basically how anti-semitic they were there was like a show that was going to supposed to be on and right before like it was supposed to go they're like oh yeah we're going to cancel it and it's because uh, the, the comic supports Israel or some shit like that. And you're like, really? Who how, gives a shit? Like, how are you, <laughs> you going to be involved in the entertainment industry in, in, and hate in Jews. Los Angeles <laughs> yeah. and in decide comedy. you don't like Jewish people? Right. Yeah. Comedy, too. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to put your foot in this. You're going to draw the line in the sand for that. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the deepest market. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, that's the. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, once I heard that, I'm not doing flappers anymore. (laughs) 
And I guess, yeah, Sarah Silverman and Jeff Ross and a bunch of different, you know, famous Jews were like, yeah, fuck flappers. (laughs) Wow. All those weird little, like, they're like road spots, but like in California. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there it's like the Ha Ha Cafe or whatever. I've I've never actually heard anything about Ha Ha Cafe, but it seems trashy. It's reputable. It's bringer, but it's reputable. And it's okay. pay to play. Like you also have to like it's like five bucks <sighs> for five minutes or something like that. I don't mind the drink minimum, but physically paying to play kind of sucks. I don't mind a drink minimum. I get it. I get why that has to happen. And at least you get a drink it's, out of it. Like you get a drink out of it. Hang out. You know, yeah, it's gonna like, make the room a little better. And were, like, 80% of those people going to buy a beer already? Probably. Right. You get some big names rolling through there, though, kind of just doing drop-in spots. Yeah. Like, it's it's legitimate. If you bring people there, they're pretty much guaranteed to I mean, get someone big dropping in. I mean, it's a club that's doing stuff every day of the week. So, I mean, it is one of those, like, bigger areas, but it's still got, like, rules and, and stupid hoops that you got to jump through. I get that. Yeah. It's, it's everyone's – I mean, like, that's uh, – I saw Ron Funch's tweet. He said, uh, wow, I can't wait to quit stand-up comedy so I can get that Netflix hour. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because everyone that was out is just getting these hours now. And it's like Netflix is trying to sell people that they're buying into comedy. And they're not. They're buying into audience. It's the same game it's always been. They want you once you have a following. It was a huge statement when they said, we're putting out a special a week. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember hearing that. There's no way they can sustain that. Yeah. And they did give a lot of like middling, not like not middling comics, like middly famous comics, mm-hmm. like comics mm-hmm. that didn't people really that, that are a, famous to us, like Todd Glass. Like yeah. I yeah. love him, but a, probably he's not a household name. Yeah. yeah, definitely. They're making they're making names that your non comedy friends know. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. introducing them to those people. Exactly, and I do like that uh, series that it's called Comedians, and it's like they'll put out like. Six guys that have half hours, but it'll all be like back to back. They had a fucking. They had Fortune Feimster and yeah. Um, who's the uh, what's his face? Who's the dude with the super low voice? <clears throat> uh, I can't remember. He's on Angie Tribeca. It's a. I I forget his name. Anyway. Anyways, but I was like, oh fuck, I love him. He's great. Well, yeah, it's great that he got a. And Brent Morin is going to be on the next episode. Oh, like, that'll be good. Yes, oh, fuck. I'll watch that then. So, yeah, I was there's... Like, oh, I'll probably never watch that. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I kind of like Brent Moore, and I'll watch it. It's almost like, yeah, you, we don't want you to, like, we don't think you're strong enough for an hour, but here's a half hour, which is still going to be fucking sweet for a shitload of and them. And you know what? I fucking watch the whole half hour. Hell I don't yeah. watch all... Yeah. I, I'm a comedy nerd, and I don't watch a full hour special because I'm exhausted mm-hmm. halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me, like, four or five viewings, like, to get through Chris Rock's special. And... I like Chris Rock, but it was like, I don't know if I can sit through a whole hour at once. Yeah, you're like, I can do 15. You got 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even Ricky Gervais' new one. I, I have to, what I do is I put my phone on a charger in another room when I watch shit now. Otherwise, I'll get distracted. If I don't have my phone around me, yeah, I yeah. can sit and watch the whole hour and mm-hmm. fucking focus on it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I got through Chris Rock's thing because he mm-hmm. said some shit that I'm like, eh. The one thing I couldn't. I couldn't buy was right off the top of the bat where he was talking about uh, how no white people are getting shot. And I'm like, dude, that's just not right. Yeah. Like you're, I There's get your premise. Kids getting shot. Yeah. Like <laughs> by other, I understand kids. you're coming from a point of view of like, we need to talk about, you know, being black and whatnot. 
but it's like you can't make a statement about no races, only this. Like, come on. I, I, I work. I my my day job is now. I I work for a, for a black man. Mm. And he told me that until the <laughs> Do you age call him Massa. What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> I mean, like, wow, I, Daryl. I, <laughs> I'll edit that out. I mentally added added it like an edited moment for edit. Fucking high. You, right. Well, here's the thing. He told me a story. Like he said, like until the age of 19, he didn't think white people had any problems. Right. Because from the age of 17, once he had a car. He was getting ripped out of his car at least annually mm-hmm. and dropping N-bombs from fucking white police officers. Yeah. So he grew up thinking white people didn't have any problems because at least we weren't getting yanked out of our fucking cars on the street. Yes. So after hearing that story and then he's like, you know, then I started working with people and I grew up and shit. And then he's like, I, I understand now. But hearing that story, I'm like, fuck, that puts a lot of things in perspective. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like shit. Could you imagine just fucking getting ripped out of your car? Yeah. If for absolutely no goddamn reason you didn't do anything wrong. Just profiled. Yeah, you're totally, you're fucked. And he didn't do shit. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. nothing you could have done to escape it. It was just the fucking wrong place, wrong time. Totally, Just totally. think how many DUIs you avoided just by being white. Totally. You know? I don't like to think about that. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, really, it's a really scary self-reflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, I try not to make a habit out of it, but every once in a while, one slips through the net. You're like, you know what? I really shouldn't have been driving that night. I was a little too, you know, I was a little But too that's buzzed. the thing. You always look at it in, like, retrospect. You never, like, see it as it's happening. Otherwise, it would never happen right you know? <laughs> you're like this is a bad idea i should stop but you it's know. not like as you're like talking to the cop you're like hey i'm white so this is cool right it's like after the fact when you didn't get like when the shit didn't go down then you're like oh was it because i was white i don't know maybe it's- i i got off on a uh, uh a untitled unregistered car Scott free because I was in Irvine and dressed for an interview that I had to go to. <laughs> you had like a tie and everything. Like I didn't have a tie, but I was well dressed. <laughs> Business casual. Yeah, I was. This is how I know I just look naturally scummy because I've been pulled over shirt and tie twice in Irvine and ticketed. Mm. Like mm. he's got something on him. Yeah. Well, no, that's they got me for uh, I had my arm up on the, on top of my seatbelt. And it needs to be underneath. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. you. Who's paying attention to that? How Irvine can you cops. see that while I'm moving? <laughs> right. I've had cops pull me over because my light wasn't out, but it was dim. Can they do that because my light's dim? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that. they could for anything, really. I mean, Yeah, they're like, I don't like your face, yeah. Whitey. You're the, like, okay. Most of the times when I've been pulled over, it's been for fishing reasons. It's like, yeah, we're going to pull you over for this stupid, stupid shit. See but what you got. really, really we're hoping that you have drugs on you or whatever. You know, you're holding a body in your backseat. So you're profiled <laughs> just in different ways. Mm-hmm. You're just profiled because you wear a lot of, like, sword T-shirts and, like, a lot of stoner bands. <laughs> I tried to do that early on in comedy where I was like, hey, guys, like, black guys, yeah, it sucks that you're getting profiled for being, like, you know, uh, gangsters and hoodlums and whatever. But, like, if anybody's going to, like, get profiled for, like, mass murdering a bunch of people it's gonna be me (laughs) or you know having like six hookers in their trunk it's probably gonna be the white guy it it, yeah but see as far as the school suit the school shooters go it's never a fat guy (laughs) it's it's never it's never a fat white dude so you're like always a skinny i keep this weight on so you know i'm never gonna shoot some kids skinny white dudes don't eat their feelings (laughs) 
<laughs> Can't come for me. I'm a fatty. I'm home plate, baby. <laughs> All right. I'm safe. He's like, I'm, I'm the friendly friend that's going to dive in front of the bullet for you in the hopes that if I survive, you might give me some right? pussy. Right? I'm a barricade. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, let's move into my last bit. I've been doing this for a few episodes now, but I like to uh, steal what I call Inside the Comic Studio. And uh, as you guys know, um, James Lipton stole some uh, questions from Bernard Peebo, and I'm going to steal them from him. And it's just some, like, you know, just rapid-fire stuff that you guys can just say on the top of your head. Who knows what will happen? But these are a few questions that I just have come up with. Yeah. Like a yeah. lightning round. Yeah. Well, okay. First about it. First question. If you could make up a geometric shape, what would it be called? And what would it be? The Fuxagon. A Fuxagon. What's a Fuxagon? It is, uh, it's designed uh, based off of the number of holes an average human body has on it. And it's it's based off the mathematic combinations of different orgy uh, numbers, <laughs> and only works in proportion to like it has to equal like a certain number of dicks to asses to pussy ratio to okay. mouths. So it's a very like proportionate shape. It's a mathematical. It it has to exist only in certain in, in it, like it can't have a certain number of sides because right. it wouldn't the the structure wouldn't. Hold up. It's just in equations, just theoretical. Yeah, you can see it, but like it has to be like moving or something. I don't know. <laughs> in in multiple planes. Yeah. Dune. That's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, saw your no, face. I like it. as I described it. Am, am, I the one, am I the only one picturing this fucking eldritch horror right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like Christ, I can't top that. <laughs> I'm just like uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess my banana god. I don't know. Mine would be pointy. <laughs> <laughs> mine would have four sides. I Is guess. Is that really a question? It's, Somebody I mean, asked could, another. What it, real? What, uh, actually, no. That was a question that was kind of made by me, but it was it was based off of uh, a version of uh, what James Lipton asks. Gotcha. In the vein. Yeah. Okay. How about we each take one? You take the next one. All right, I'll try. Okay. All right, next question. What is your favorite joke that never gets a laugh? Uh, it, it's not that it never got a laugh. It's just that it stopped getting laughs because it was just an act out of, of me angrily humping. Was <laughs> what was that about? It was, it was like a, a, a woman told me, uh, uh, fuck me like you hate me. And I started like, oh, but I'm not a real hateful person. Like, so I started had to think of things that make me mad, and the punchline was just me going like, "Oh, you didn't signal before changing lanes, you stupid whore!" <laughs> and everybody would just be like, "No." Yeah, it, it worked. It worked once. Once, like it would, took people by surprise that like I had I could write a punchline, and then it, like never worked again. And when was the last time you said it? Oh, fuck, that that was like fucking maybe six to eight months in. You ditched it. I ditched it. It was one of the first ones like that got a laugh, and I had to learn to let it go. 
Mm-hmm. Mine is just any riff the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what was funny yesterday, like 9.30? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> All right, next question. If hell exists, what would you like to hear Satan say to you? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, that's I like that. No, nah, because that's what I was trained to want to hear when I died from Jesus in Sunday school. Mm. So it's like, well, wherever I'm going, like whatever God I'm going to end up meeting, I want them to say that. Yes. It's like, oh, good. My afterlife's going to be okay. God, that's such a great answer. Uh, specifically the devil or just any deity? Yeah, it could uh, be any deity. I mean, you don't even have to believe in an afterlife. I don't know. I picture him speaking amongst like realms and planes from which my my tiny brain can't begin to like comprehend. So I don't know what he would say, other than more of like a feeling of like pure dread and terror. Mm-hmm. Like, but get like ready. That's such a better answer. Like, <laughs> There's no way that's a better. You're I fucking, can picture that. I'm picturing like the end of like. Uh, never mind. I was gonna say. An this is too high, guys. Trying mind. to describe hell for the first time. <laughs> it's like the end of Evangelion, right there, dude. You guys even <laughs> believe in hell? Or? Um, I believe hell a- afterlife is a, is a state you can put yourself in. Um, I in believe, the in this realm. Yeah, I believe in the hell on Earth, and uh, yeah, I'm like a uh, lean Buddhist on this one, right? Well, I always like that, uh, what was that, Hemingway, or I don't know who said it, but it's always like, people live a life of quiet desperation. Right. I wish I was doing better. Just Everyone's just kind of <laughs> going, ah, just all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't want to kill myself, but it could be awesome. Tina from Bob's Burgers, her moan is the moan of all existence. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, that explains so it's much. It's the grinding weep of all humanity. <laughs> Life is just one awkward Larry David punchline. <laughs> totally. All right, next question. Let's see. What sexual position would you never try again? Uh, hold on. Dude, have you tried more than one sex position? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Two things. Yes and fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, it doesn't have to be a position necessarily. It could be a situation. Or like a stoil. Yeah, like uh, Patrick Butcher. He said that he will never fuck in a car again. Yeah, fuck fucking in cars. I'm so yeah. glad I have moved to the point in my life where I don't have to fuck in cars as my mm-hmm. standard way of fucking. Is oh, that yeah. a new Netflix show? Is uh, comedians fucking in cars with coffee? <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind it, but like that's not my preferred way. No, it's, no. who wants to fuck in a car? Yeah. It's, yeah. Also anal in a car that's nobody Mm. wants that that's a double bill yeah (laughs) there's no bathrooms in there (laughs) but you're down with anal still just not in a car yeah i um i go both ways (laughs) right both holes i more often lose than a win in that Mm. situation (laughs) (laughs) i that's how i describe bottoming and anal as i just lost (laughs) (laughs) you pick the short straw yeah like that i guess i'm i'm getting fucked up the ass flip a coin or what um, mm-hmm. We've literally flipped a coin once. Nice. That was a liberating experience. <laughs> Please do that. Straight Who's couples. Getting it up the butt. Find just, yeah. Be like, I just want to top tonight. Whatever that means for you. Flip that coin. It's really fucking fun to just like not know. Oh, I can't. Imagine. I can't. <laughs> but you don't have to be like. You don't have to be like sodomized. Oh, you just can who's just the be like. One. Yeah. Who's just take? Oh, who's right, taking the reins? Right. 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 Oh, who's doing most that. of the work? Exactly. It's fun. Fucking being a switch is fun. That's. uh Take that with you into the next life. All right, Dune positions. What are you not doing? Um, 
pretty much nothing. Like, I live my life by the Tenacious D philosophy. Like, what's your favorite position? Okay, that's cool with me. I'll do it. I'm down. Right. I thought it was fucker gently. Whatever. Yeah, that, was that was it. Like, I'm, I, I'm up for, okay, it's whatever gets you off. I'm not, I, I'm not in any position to be picky, you know what I mean? I want to have that song be my song that I dance at my wedding with. Somebody's done it. That's right? a lovely mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, to be just, able to find that kind of love, just looking into her dad's so... eye, just like I got you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> have like her nana, like just crying as like it's like just who wants to fuck her gently? Don't worry, I've got her back, bareback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Heyo. All right. Next question. What profession would you like to see abolished? This is like a monkey's paw, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh here. man. Yeah. I want to say something like Twitch streamer, but I don't really begrudge them. I just, I don't, I like old man brain. I'm like, how do they make money? Like, don't, we don't have to kill the person, but just okay. that job no longer exists. You just have to re-educate them. Yeah, like, you can no longer work here. You know what I want to get away with? Notaries. Notaries. That shouldn't exist anymore. That's Right. It's like, very old. We have Instagram. We have ways to, like, you we know, can verify that we can verify. Yeah, we don't have to have, like somebody sign a piece of paper we can record something with basic cameras we're fine we right. can take a picture of me you know fucking yeah we don't need an emblem with wax yeah oh. your fucking night course <laughs> dune let's get rid of drivers commercial drivers just the self-driving cars yeah. rocking oh, and rolling right, i'm ready I'm, I'm down with that i'm ready to just program my home address and sit in the back seat here's my i'm so drunk. down to never drive again in my life like I'm, I'm there. Here's my Black Mirror. I thought of like a few years ago, which is okay. It's great. We got all the commercial drivers off the road. No one's falling asleep. No one has to do that job. But now truckers are back in the workforce. What do we do with all these weirdo truckers? Oh, <laughs> like, man. not obviously. It's like ninety percent of them are not the problem. But the ten ten percent of them are real odd dudes. Yes, yes. Met a lot of odd truckers in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Large marges. Yeah. You know, we'll just set up shipping containers at the truck stops. It's a like, certain kind of people that go as, into that job. Yeah, it's like as a thank you for your service, this is this is your home. We've given yeah. you a home. We're putting you on an island. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they do have people that are basically like drone pilots for cars now. Nice. That they're just in an office and they have like the fucking like wraparound screens. Right, right, right. And right. they just like, oh, it's uh, the car's stuck. I can't figure out how to get out of the spot. And it's like, oh, somebody parked in on it and it can't get out or something. Yeah, you would assume that, like, eventually, like, there would always be a human still behind the wheel at some point, right? It or... doesn't... I mean, no, because technology can just keep advancing. Mm. It can... We're already making computers smarter than us. Definitely. Um, Watson won Jeopardy. <coughs> well, I feel like... like eight years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the only reason why I'm we don't have uh, driverless cars, like, hitting the mainstream now is the insurance companies. And they hit a person, too. <laughs> yeah. Recently, like yesterday or today, but yeah, I, but mean, I mean, like a bunch of other cars hit a person too. Yeah, but mm-hmm. those are all filled with other people in them too. Right. But like that—that's my uh, contention. Like, oh man, uh, what if some? What if they kill somebody? It's like eighty percent of all, um, you know, accidents are driver fault, driver at fault, you know, or pilot error. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like if it was fifty percent, if it only killed a hundred thousand people a year, it would still be an infinitely better solution. <laughs> Yeah, I think the big uh, question for a lot of like AI is all those moral dilemmas. Yeah, I've seen some. Uh, There's a good uh, philosophy too. Has got a lot, a lot of mm-hmm. cool stuff on that on uh, YouTube. So that was the plot of the iRobot movie with Will Smith. It was like it's, right. the robot saved him instead of his son because he's like, oh no, there was a higher probability you would have survived. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and those all those statistics go like into saving a life, and it's like those like it's like that simple formula of like, would you save one person you know versus five strangers? Oh yeah, the the train thing. Who's the that train per- thing? Who's yeah. that person I know though? <laughs> I know mm-hmm. some shitty people, <laughs> <laughs> right? Are they gonna put me on stage later? Yeah, it's like I don't want to pod call anybody, but <laughs> we're all thinking of people. Go on. Okay, next question. There's people I wouldn't kill, but I would like if they died. I'd be like, oh, that's oh, okay. What you a know. shame. Yeah, pity. <laughs> but in your head, you're like, yes. oh, <laughs> it was so cold. What a shame. It was a shame. Okay, next question. What celebrity would you like to be mistaken for? Any. Any. <laughs> Any celebrity? I mean, like, well, because I think... Daryl like, Hannah? I mean, like, there's someone that thinks uh, Daryl Hannah's hot. Like, I'm, Right. Like, <laughs> so it's like, if you if you think I look like a celebrity and, like, Let's you're attracted Bill, to that right? celebrity, I'm down. Well, I mean, you kind of maybe look like a hare if you were, like, 50 yards away and I didn't have my glasses on. Maybe, like, Louis, Louis C.K.? Yeah, I've, I get that a lot. Right. I, when I had hair, I, I got Jack Black sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I would like to be shit. mistaken for that, yeah. it was. I don't think it was true, but <laughs> I, it was. What about you, Taylor? I don't know, because like, I, I hate the idea of being recognized on the street as anyone, so I don't... How weird will it be when somebody finally comes up to you and goes, Hey, Taylor, what's up? Love the podcast, or man, that bit about Taco Bell, super funny. Have you ever been recognized at an open mic by another open micer? At yes. Like, and they're just like, dude, I love that bit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Hmm. No, no, they're all off. I, like, I was working on that. That's awful. No, I don't think that's funny. I don't want to, like, boast, but I've had a few people that I've never met before in my life go, Hey man, that podcast you do is really cool. Can I be a guest? And I'm like, what? No, I but don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have. A, are you even an open micer? Right. Like that, that falls uh, back into the whole thing where everyone thinks it's easy to be funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I do almost in a weird way like find it flattering where, you know, somebody sees you and then instantly goes, "Oh, I could do that." Yeah, it's you like know, oh, you make it look easy, right? Exactly. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like oh wow, I I didn't know I could make it look easy, as well as bomb at the same time. <laughs> we have the opposite where it's like well, actually, I guess it's similar where it's like they'll listen to us and they're like oh wow, and then they'll come in and do the podcast like oh wow, I thought it was a shittier setup than this. <laughs> like, we kind of have like a nicer like we have like a little bit of a like a traditional recording setup. Like, oh, wow, I thought this was done on your phone. <laughs> All right, next question. Next question. Can you make a fart noise? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, those are weak. Okay, let's just do it quick. All right. I do a... Okay, so this is a weird thing. Like, I could, I could never manage the armpit fart, but I always did ear squeaking farts. Oh, what? Yeah, what? Oh, that's so gross that in my ear. Weird. That's like a queef almost. That's like an ASMR trigger, I think. <laughs> I think it just got off. Uh, that's unfortunate. I'm uh, like, that's... that's the, I, I don't want that to be my I trigger. Don't want, I don't want anyone to get off to my ear sounds. Like no. That's... Okay, next question. 
When was the last time you were kissed? Today, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was at my home earlier. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you live with uh, your significant other. True that. And was it passionate? No, it was like, like, you know, it was just a little peck. We're watching South Park, just chilling. Right, right. When was the last time, like, there was really, like, a nice one? Day before that? Mmm. Now. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, we guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love my no. own delivery sometimes. No. You're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why am I drawing this out? This doesn't mean anything, probably. Yeah, we, we kiss. Yeah, yeah man. Like gra- it feels like such a fifth grader thing to admit to. You're like, yeah, we kiss. <laughs> we fuck too. Inside each other. And yeah. You're just like, yeah, we kiss. Yeah, I, I, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Doom? Yeah, so Doom. When was the last time what, you felt yeah, a yeah. passionate embrace? When was last time? like a month ago, actually. Mm, nice. like, yeah. and, and was it nice? Or? Yeah, it was good. It's it was nice. It was nice. I will say, um, I've you know I've been dating a, a couple of girls every now and then since my uh, last breakup, but uh, there's been a few girls where it's like, man, I was into, but we made out and garbage yeah not so much like, sometimes it's i i feel like um somebody can be like oh that was a bad lay or like oh that was like a just awful kisser but i feel like there's a lot of it that there is technique but then there's also bad rhythm like you mm-hmm. just you're not in the same you're not on the same groove they're like mm-hmm. oh i'm always on the attack or i'm mm-hmm. i'm always mm-hmm. just, just eating it you know just right 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 <laughs> right yeah. why is my tongue always in your mouth you're you never come over to my mouth yeah <laughs> i'm always licking your teeth <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it God, seems it's like so real. it's, so, it's true. so true you don't want it <laughs> either yeah. like, i don't want to ask you to eat like like lick my teeth but can you lick my teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you taste the roof of my mouth can you yeah. get the can, can you get in there <laughs> can you turn it sideways can you just like grab the back of my head that's <laughs> like i put a jelly bean in there somewhere try to find it yeah and in a weird way too i've had like like a girl almost like it felt like she wanted to say, "Do you want me to suck your dick instead?" Like, is this not enough for you? Yeah, like, no. Like, I don't want to make out. Like, can we just fuck or can just? just <laughs> yeah. Can we yeah. just anal right now? Mm-hmm. That's some. That happens sometimes. Right, That's... and uh, and me being, I don't know, like just super sensitive. I'm like, but <laughs> but I need to be wooed. But, like, yeah. Like, don't you want like romance? Like. And the candles. Don't you want to kiss in the rain? Like, you know how long it took to find these rose petals? (laughs) Yeah, like, I just don't want to put it in you. Like, I bought candles. Yeah, exactly. And I I showered. And music. (laughs) I shaved my pubes into a horse. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like, it's a different age. Like, women are becoming more, you know, the roles are changing. You know, it's like. Definitely. I. I'm I'm feeling like I want to be more romantic, and women are just like, just fuck me, bro. <laughs> it's just like, fuck uh, me, bro. I don't want you to call me bro, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I feel like there's too many guys like me that are just like, all right, whatever you want, Captain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like high fiving after a good fuck, <laughs> <laughs> right? Bros for life. <laughs> I believe that in my heart. Actually, <laughs> I have I have high fived after sex. Pretty pretty rewarding. <laughs> I felt good. Like I was like, this feels right. yeah, teamwork. Yeah, 
We both got each other up off. with Team Spirit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah Blue Team. <laughs> so wait a minute. I, I need to know. I need to know the logistics of this. Were you both like on your back next to each other, and you kind of just like you put your outside mm. arm up? And yes, you- it was that. <laughs> Isn't that such a good movie? Mm. I'm watching that movie. Just, mm. Yeah, if that's in the previews, you're just like, woo, just bam. High five. That's love. I have high fives coming out of the shower, too. Like like if you go to clean up or something, which mm. is important in my line of work. Of course. Um, <laughs> up top. Up top. And I just, yeah, you like high five. You're just like up. Just, you know, like your towels over your back, you know? Yeah. Do you ever do the thing where you go like up top and then you follow all through all the way like a clock and like smack each other on the ass? No, I should though. That's I should work that in. That's like a sports move. That is a sports move. Yeah, much why it hasn't been incorporated in my daily life. (laughs) (laughs) You're not into sports. That doesn't. All right, just um, just a good catcher. Okay. Hey yo. I also hate myself. On that note, guys, let's finish this. Guys, both you were amazing guests. Dune, Taylor, thank you for coming on. I want to definitely uh, plug the, the podcast as well as all your dates throughout the social media. Oh, yeah, all of our dates, Dune. Um, do you have that compendium of dates we have to read off? <laughs> or, or should I just speak for my fucking self? I was going to say, right. like, I, got, I got dates. I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say, I do have dates, but they're not. This might not come out for a little bit. That's the thing. My date, I uh, I have, uh, I think I'm on the the April next wave, but I don't have, um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, uh, I don't have the hours for that yet. So, um, just, uh, Go to Rec Room in April, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Anchor Bar and Harp. Hit that shit up. And the, the podcast. And, um, yeah. Toss uh, both Daryl and us a review. Taylor Avery comedy, right? Yeah, ta- uh, Avery does comedy. Avery um, does comedy. I had to change it because I gave out a wrong one on a, on a, on a podcast of note. And I, uh, I was like, you know, it'd be easier than going back and asking them to, or like, to figure out how to change that is like, just change my just changed my username to that <laughs> and it did Smart. and so now i'm avery does comedy on both twitter and instagram now awesome yeah. dune i'm doing the roast battle april 10th against me that's gonna be fun at the comedy world famous comedy store in the belly room yeah and uh yeah that's it outside of that is uh, at major dune uh on twitter and instagram and yeah that's it hell yeah on facebook too like and subscribe like and subscribe smash that like button y'all and of course smash Definitely follow both of these guys on Seth Woodward's podcast, The oh, Good yeah. Word with Woodward. Oh, we're on another podcast. And I this forgot. week we're going solo, and it's going to be The Good Word without Woodward. What? Which is the most amount of W's yeah. we've had in one episode title. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're basically recording it on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, and definitely follow uh, me at This Comics Life or This Comics Life Pod at gmail.com or The D Stories on Twitter. And yeah. This has been, of course...